Salutations, traveler. Welcome to A Peak Beneath the Veil, the podcast edition. If you enjoy the D&D adventure that awaits you, feel free to support the show by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash tabletopnotch. There you will find different tiers with different rewards as our way of expressing our gratitude. You can also show your support on your sleeve by checking out our merch shop, tabletopnotch.myshopify.com. But enough with these frivolities. Join me, Graven Ilvigo, and my periodically proficient companions on this week's episode of A Peak Beneath the Veil. everybody we've been told that twitch is really it wasn't jordan's fault <laughs> thanks for saving me don't blame jordan uh, <laughs> uh, apparently some of the my app didn't like refresh i only missed a couple of things rainmocker resubscribe for eight months welcome back thank you so much we love you and then in the filth uh resubscribe for two months in the oh <laughs> sounds like a yes new so metal that's where we're going like... into the filth yeah. fully blaming uh the app it's not yeah. me. No. I'm Seek beneath the veil or its alternate title. Into the veil. Into the fall. Into the It's like a system of a down now. So that's a different uh, musical. Into the filth. Da, 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 da. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right, everyone. Outraged. I'll, I'll leave. <laughs> the table. I'm not moving. In season two, chapter eight, Minor Inconveniences. We concluded our business at the Broken Crown Outpost by sweeping the building for any remaining clues and closing the eyes of the fallen innocent. An abundance of bodies from bottom to top, reminding us of the carnage wrought upon this seemingly innocuous place. Safira made one last effort to retrieve the documents we couldn't procure from the hidden room in the basement, but it seemed we weren't realistically getting our hands on them without a lengthy time commitment. Hours that we simply (laughs) did not have to spare. So Erland retrieved the horses, and we slung up our unconscious captive across the back of one, with plans to interrogate him later if we got the chance. 
While riding through the northern Stout Hills, we crossed paths with the owner of a small mining claim named Marathil, Pastina, who was in a foul mood and on her way to speak with the broken crown. The larger claims in the area had been tampering with her equipment after she unearthed a small vein of orichalcum, a valuable magic-suppressing metal sometimes found in these hills. Given the current state of the outpost, we made a point of talking her out of paying a visit, and also offered to spread the word that her employees were not to be meddled with in exchange for a modicum of minerals that we could collect sometime in the future. Shortly after saying goodbye to Marathil, our prisoner was showing signs of regaining consciousness, and we hurried to enact a plan wherein Orba would pretend to be a fellow bandit, similarly bound and captured. In the short amount of time we had before he was fully awake, it was difficult to create a scenario where he could communicate, yet not be suspicious of a setup, so we didn't learn much but it wasn't entirely fruitless either. The Stitchers, if it was indeed them, used some kind of code to verify one's allegiance. More than once he repeated the phrase, the ocean winds are salty, aren't they? And while we didn't have the response this time, we filed the expression away in our minds in case it came up again. Another hour or so of riding and we'd put a good bit of distance between ourselves and Trickster's thicket which is why we were surprised to see two Elatrians out on what looked like a scouting mission. <laughs> a whitish-haired halfling was in tow behind their horses, and immediately we put two and two together that they were searching for Kaimi after she'd snuck back into Bezafir. Erland was quick to let them know that they'd grabbed the wrong person, but failed to consider that he, too, would be identifiable as one of the trespassers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the elves wasted no time in trying to apprehend Erland, but the rest of us supplied the backup. Safira even managed to shoot down their trained hawk, potentially cutting off access to reinforcements. High five. Boo. <laughs> the halfling Pallone was incredibly grateful for the rescue and promised to tell his fellow members of the Sandil mining claim to back off their hijinks at the Pastina claim, a step in the right direction for fulfilling Marathil's request. He also told us of a good place to have a rest and grab a bite to eat, a campsite just up the road where many off-duty miners gathered in their spare time. Seeing this as an opportunity to both gather our strength and mingle with laborers from the larger claims, we took a seat by the fire and plotted our next steps. While sipping on some suspicious stew, Graven spotted a few games of skill and strength that seemed like a good way to socialize, but it was Erland who found a friend first, an old one, from his time at Atonement's End. Ortiz had been hired as security by, the, by Stetson Powers, a wealthy landowner here in the top shelf, and he was pleased to see that Erland had landed on his feet with another contract. The reminiscing was short-lived, however, because Ortiz had ascertained what he thought was concerning information about the monastery, information that he wanted to share with Erland in confidence. Because there was no way Mr. Powers would let our whole party onto his property when he had valuables to protect, Erland had to excuse himself for a private discussion, and as we watched him disappear over the hills, not knowing exactly when he'd return, we wondered. <laughs> Does Orba have enough left in her magical reserves to face her undead rival at Myriad Meadow? No. Was Erland overestimating the likelihood that Ortiz's findings would free him of his obligations to Atonement's End? And if we can't take our horses into the Rapras, could Graven demonstrate for us how to ride an Almorod <laughs> through the mountains? <laughs> we find out now. No. In season 2, <laughs> Chapter 9. Of a peak beneath the veil. 
Oh, I was picturing like uh, like snowshoes. Like, yes, oh, oh. yes, yes, exactly. I thought you were doing dun dun like, uh, no, like like sled dog. Like, like no, 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 like like skiing. <laughs> Like, like the, the horn goes between your big toe and your next yes, toe. Yes, like oh. sandals. Oh. <laughs> poor things. You're They're the not happy it. about it. I didn't mean to. <laughs> it's canon. <laughs> okay. The noises of the campsite around Orba almost fade to the background for a moment. You peer past the miners, the cauldron, and the fire to see one of your companions amble away with someone you do not recognize a sinking feeling in your stomach, and a look of mild surprise on Safira's face, telling you that it isn't just a walk and talk for idle conversation. Before the concern truly starts to set in, however, a mighty straining grunt from Graven's opponent snaps you back to the activity taking place before you. (laughs) Ample sound produced from a rather unassuming man who's pushing air into his lips so aggressively that his face is turning bright red. Sweat is forming at his brow and Graven's, not necessarily from the straining of their muscles, but instead from their body's attempt to process the lightly poisoned mead, a contest that seems destined to end in injury, which perhaps for those who endure a rather repetitive daily schedule only adds to the excitement. So, locking hands. <laughs> we have done this once before. Oh my gosh. Uh, oh, let me bring yeah, it. I did yep. pretty well, if I don't say so myself. I gotcha. <clears throat> won some drugs last time. Oh. So, we start in the middle here. I you won yeah, drugs probably. during this. Killing it. Oh, is that not working? I don't know if I plugged it in. It's nice. fine. Do we need it? Not right. It does plug into there if we need to. But, in the meantime, so uh, Graven, procure a D20. I shall. A D12. Fine. <laughs> and a D, oh no, a D8 and a D6, sorry. D20, D8, D6. Let's match them up. They're all matching. Cute. Uh, and this guy has a little bit of constitution as well. Great, so a little arm wrestling mini game here as they push back and forth. And in addition to the test of strength, we are digesting the contents of the uh, snoozy juice, mm-hmm. the sort of knockout juice. Oh. You've resisted the effects of the first oh. round yes, as, as your opponent. As in his face, you can kind of see his eyes almost like crossing for a moment <laughs> as he tries to oh, focus as hard as he can. So go ahead and roll your first one with a d20. Do I add 11? Your uh, strength modifier. Uh, 17. 17. Oh, great. So for the first one, with that kind of cross-eyed look, you can tell for a second he's focusing a little more on his stomach than his hand, and in that moment, you push his hand down a little further. (laughs) Um, And now, I need you to make not a roll, but a constitution saving throw again, as the two, even Orba as a spectator, you're watching on, and you can hear like, like stomachs gurgling (laughs) there by the side of the barrel. I can still pass out. Bars. Uh, do I, and I add my Const- straight... It's a constitution save. Saving throw. throw. Yep. Okay. Come on, buddy. Okay. Uh, uh, 15. 15, great. Another kind of gurgling churn. <laughs> so now roll a d8 and add your strength. I'm so alarmed just hearing that noise. Six. <laughs> eight. Eight? Oh, we can't nice. even do it. <laughs> little look of concern on his oh, face. And give me another constitution saving okay, throw. Okay, that's fine with me. Eight. Eight. Uh-oh. This no. Time, no, as no, you guys no, are locking, no. Graven's feeling good, and he's pushing further and further, and in that moment, he just oh, no. 
completely for a second. Both of us. And no, no, just him, just you. And in that moment, Graven <laughs> kind of slumps forward onto the barrel, and he pushes as hard as he can. But Graven snaps back just a second later, and he's able to move three. Oh. As in that sort of just brief moment oh, baby. of well, indisposition, rough. you're Can't not do able that to. Again. Okay, so this I'm is the D8 also. Yeah. Five. Five. He's gonna add one to that. So me too. He's gonna add another one. <laughs> also me. Okay. That's a tie. Okay. Do you want to add another one? I think you have one more. No, not okay, right now. Okay. So <laughs> locking. No, no movement on that. Uh, constitution no. saving throw. Come on. Seven. He, the orb is watching, and there's like this tense lock, and the two of them just. <laughs> Both kind of <laughs> fall for a moment and then whoa, get right back up, back into the exact same spot. Oh here. no! Oh okay, God. okay. Eight. Five. Six. Five. Yes. He's got no more force there, so Graven pushes it back the other way. Yeah. Right. So these, these saves are Constitution up. saving throw. Oh my God! No. You nope. failed too. Yep. Another. <laughs> this time, the two of you uh, like like on top of each other. The barrels <laughs> in the middle, and you like boom, clump into each other, and then wake up and like push each other back oh and get your God. arms back into position. Give me another roll. Middle, right? Twenty. D twenty. D twenty. Eleven. Seven. Oh, Seven. He pushes it back the other way. Now, sort of with the momentum going his way, pushes. Give me a D eight. Uh, no, 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 const no constitution saving throw. Okay. Eight. Four. Pushes it back this way. And now the uh, you can feel and the, the gurgling sounds are kind of trickling off a little bit, so it's not as intense. You can tell that the poison's sort of sifting through. You feel an intense need to relieve yourself, but in the moment, you push on. Like a poo poo? No, like a pee pee. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like relieve oneself is more urine. Than oh, my God. I was like, like, I mean, with the gurgling, okay. D20. <laughs> okay, D20. Paired away and on this. I've been out. Uh, 14. 13. Oh, use, use this last 14. surge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stay still. Give me another D20. Uh, oh, oh my God. A uh, nine. Yeah. Nine, oh, nine. And Orba sort of cheering on a little bit, sees the momentum <laughs> swing back to his face. You got it. D8. Oof. Two. Three. Uh, oh, my God. God. One. I get Yeah, he rolled a one, two, two but he only oh had a... Yeah, so... <laughs> All right, come on, come on. He's six this time. Four. Three. No. Oh. No, Graven, that's the wrong way. Eight. <laughs> Four again. Uh, eight. Yeah, that's it. Four again. Three, four. Top, top numbers. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Eight. <laughs> and top finally, numbers. with one mighty last push, boom, Graven slams the hand. Uh, and there's a little sort of, <laughs> Where is the latrine? <laughs> there is no latrine. What? Just anywhere. Give me the goal. I'll go this way. You go that All way. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he moves in one direction, Craven moves in the other. <laughs> and in that moment, Graven sort of shuffles off, so you're kind of standing there. At the oh, I, I, we put our gold in the pot, right? Yes, so yes. I would know where yeah. to grab it. Yeah, okay. So. We can even say on your, like, holding yeah. it a little bit, you swipe the remaining gold. Grab take it old. And rush to the edge of the woods there. <laughs> Shut off. So Graven kind of shuffled off. 
<sighs> Friends put up a good fight there. Yeah, he's pretty good, right? Any uh, games you've got your eye on? Uh, I was looking at the Axe-Beak one. <laughs> if you think you can handle it. Yeah, what, like, what kind of... You know, I'm not super strong, but would you say something? Maybe not the game for you, though, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, what, what a, well, if you're smart, what, what game do you play? Um, I don't know if we have any of those here <laughs> at this particular campsite. A little more, a little more physical. What other physical ones are there? Uh, just these two, primarily. Oh, no. <laughs> Fights occasionally. Oh, really? Like, yeah. just like a good old-fashioned, like... like... A fist fight? Oh, that's not, I just kind of learned how to do that, actually. Maybe I would do that. Oh, just learned, did you? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm a quick study. Oh, wow, that's good. That's good. He sort of, like, looks over to another friend and nods his head in your direction. Do, do you have people, like, squash beefs with, like, a fist fight? Uh, yeah, between the claims sometimes, yeah. Oh, really? Say, you know, your best man against my best man, that kind of thing. Oh, and what happens when the best man wins? Well, bragging rights. Oh, got it. Okay, it's not like you lose part of the claim or something. No, no, no. We might break your stuff, but, you know. Oh, I I think that seems fair. Well, losers have to pay. What? (laughs) (laughs) What garb is this man wearing? Like, does he identify? Oh, like, miners-wise? He has one of those, like, dark red vests on. So not the two claim... The the auto was the green gloves. And the um, sandal was the yellow sack. So some other claim besides those two. Um... Now you know we we actually just arrived here. I'm I'm, I'm familiar with a couple of the claims, um, the autos and the sendeals. Those are the big ones. Yeah. And uh, but I'm not familiar with um, your garb. Are you associated with a? Uh, yeah, the Matsushita claims the red vests. Matsushita. Yeah. Um, where's their claim? Um, it's on the far western side of the top shelf. Have it, has it been going well? Oh well. Even if it was, couldn't tell you that, could I? Mm. Oh, right. Very tight-lipped, of course. <clears throat> Absolutely. You know, we're we're kind of doing a little bit of work at the claim as well. No outfits or anything yet, but maybe once we do real good work. Sort of looks at your attire that looks... It's not pristine clean, but it's, it's a robe. It's clearly not. Which mine did you uh, say you were working at? Oh, we're working for the Pristina one. All right. Yeah, sure. Sort of a smaller operation. Sure. What do you do there for that? We're doing security. Oh, you're doing security? Yeah. In a robe, are you? Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm a quick study. I wouldn't say strength is my strong suit, but certainly dealing some damage and making people regret their bad choices. <gasps> Make an intimidation check. Oh! <laughs> no. Reaper Orba, are you intimidating? Intimidation. No. Five. Oh, yeah. Are you now? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Good for oh. you. Do you have any other Good people? for old Marithil. She's been having a tough time, eh? I'm sensing a patronizing tone, sir. <laughs> no, no. I'm... Marithil's got a small claim. It's very quaint. <laughs> when I look this guy up and down, mm-hmm. how does he look? Does he look super... Jacked, rugged no, he buff. Looks, he looks um, like working class in good. Like he looks like he works outside for a living. So he's he's in good shape, but he doesn't you know he doesn't look like he brawls for a, a living. Leathery skin. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Hell, in the mines, kind of pale. Oh, but 
And just because <laughs> I'm learning um, new stats here, uh, when we're playing pugilism, Mm. What stats are typically like? Oh my god! Used in, in pugilism. Uh, your Remind hit me. dice, your constitution. Why are you asking? Shut up. <laughs> constitution. Okay. No strength. Uh, he was strength. rude. I don't think so. Say it again. Would you say that you're the representative of your claim, like the strongest and the baddest? Um. <laughs> I think I, I do all right, but uh, if I had to say, now I was putting my ego aside, mm-hmm. I would say old Trunk over there, and he points <laughs> to this enormous... His name is Trunk? This n- enormous half-work man that's like, he's sitting at the fire, and he's like hunched over with a bowl of that oh sort of mysterious stew, oh and it, instead of like using the little wooden spoon to sip at it, he just kind of like, <gasps> in one big slurp, puts it in his mouth and swallows it. Interesting. Good job, Sean. Well, <clears throat> what do you say if I speak with my companions and see if they're comfortable with it? Maybe we have it out, the Christina claim versus the uh, Matsushita claim. Well, why don't you check with your companions? I'll see if Trunk's up to it. We'll see. Huh? All right. Would you prefer, like, a good old-fashioned fist fight or a little bit of arm wrestling? Fist fight sounds nice. Does sound nice, doesn't it? <laughs> Okay. A little more excitement than than an arm wrestling. I agree. A little more skill as well. (laughs) What's your name? My name's Schofield. Schofield? Promoter or something? Yes. (laughs) Yes, she's our promoter. (laughs) Well, I will speak to my companions and I will touch base later. Good. Uh, I'm going to wait a moment because Trunk doesn't like to be interrupted while he's eating. Oh, yeah. Don't interrupt him with the stew. It's really good. See you later on. All right. Raven comes back from around the tent. <clears throat> and Sophia, you, you've now, Erlen has kind of walked away, sort of had a moment to yourself there at the fire, and as you turn around, you're watching Graven sort of reconverge with Orvin. They're only 25, 30 feet away. Graven, over here. Yes. How are we feeling? I'm, uh, I'm not doing very well. I feel right shit still, so I don't know. Oh, I, did you drink some of that swill that I just had? What? No. Oh, you mean like from the fight? No, I mean, I, I yeah, and I'm just kind of gesturing person. to myself. I just still look like. <sighs> so, uh, we should probably rest up and get out of here, right? I mean, we have rested. Yes, we should not. That's what I mean. So, should we keep moving? Well, we got to wait for Erland. I saw him walk off. <sighs> I have a feeling that he's. Look, he said that he would return. Right? And he said he would meet us. He was... I, I was not going to be able to keep him from going, so... Wait, I going where, Safira? A friend of his, apparently from the halls, came to see him John and... Sand, not all. Not from the halls. <laughs> from Tom and Sand, like the worst version. I assumed you weren't trying to... I wasn't. I, no. <laughs> A friend of his, from Atonement's End came and said that he thinks that there's a possibility that he can basically get Erland out of the obligation of having to have a contract at all. I don't know if it's right, and I told him to be wary of it, but what was I going to do? Literally grab on and not let him go? But he knew that he wasn't... I asked if we could come along, and he knew that there was a possibility that this may delay him. 
But it seemed very important to him, and he said that the, there would be a possibility that he could be on with us and not even need a contract, which I think would be right useful, so it wasn't exactly going to keep him from doing something like that. But I don't know when he's going to be back. This was an indefinite contract, as far as we knew. Turn our back for... I mean... A moment. Erlen just... Left with this man? Erland? Well, he thinks he's coming back. He didn't leave in... I mean, he didn't leave with the intention of, you know... Sure, but when has Erland ever trusted a person, done something uh, 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 voluntarily if if there wasn't leverage held over him, or done something... Well, this was leverage. I think leverage applies. No, never applies. He knew this person that he left with. He knew this person that he left with. It was a, you know, a a friend, he said. No. I I didn't know. So so he's meeting us? He said he would meet us, yeah. When? He he said he would meet us at the meeting, didn't he? He said he would meet you by, I think, like, the evening, and he said nightfall. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, he said he'd be back by nightfall, but I, I... Cliff was not happy with losing one of our five, and now we are down to three. Look, I know it's not ideal. Okay, we just, um, we, we, uh, we stick tight. Do we have a meeting place? We're not staying here and waiting for him. Well, I know, he, he knows where we're going, I mean. Okay. Okay, us three, got to really stick tight now. Um, I also may have uh, volunteered one of us um, for for a fist fight <laughs> to kind of help spread the word for the Pristina claim thing. Hang on, what? Pristina, by the way. Pristina. 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 But what about my idea? My idea didn't involve fighting. Well, this guy so rude, giving me the giving me the look up and down because I I don't look too impressive and thought it was real cute that the Pristina claim had a cute little which, thing. Which guy? Or he's kind of okay. over by. He's not having a meal, but he's over by that fire. Where I'm kind of looking at him and very loudly. No, I don't, no, you're very intimidating. Sh- Absolutely, oh. very scary. He doesn't even have green gloves. But it's but we're supposed to be legitimizing ourselves as a, as a security detail. And if a smaller claim is poo-pooing us, then what are the chances that one of the bigger claims is going to take us seriously? We have to start small. We have to fight him. No, <laughs> uh, no. What? Him. Oh, no. Point to trunk. No, 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 no. That's not a man. That's that's part tree. Well, our part tree fellow is missing. So I'm just saying that's a large. I'm happy. Very to try. large. I would. No. Love, I would love to just get in there. Rip or. My blood's a little up from the arm wrestling. Let's get this over with. You're gonna do it. Why wouldn't I? I don't know. I'm. 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 No, no. Be my guest. I'm not volunteering. <laughs> As this discussion's happening, a little bit of consternation over Erlen's disappearance and, and the possible fight. This sort of sea of brown and black clothing, occasionally accented by various accessories that make allegiance to certain claims. A head of disheveled white hair sticks out like a sheep stuck in a cattle drive. <laughs> Having traveled quite a distance today without the benefit of a horse, your Ooh. feet are aching. And you have that pervasive, uncomfortable layer of perspiration that seemingly won't go away without a dip into a river or a spring. <laughs> you wandered through this campsite before on your way to and from Dillasun, but it's busier than usual. The number of claims in the top shelf are growing larger every year as more prospectors discover the wealth hidden deep within these hills. 
The nearest bonfire has a number of rocks, stumps, and logs set out as seating, an inviting place to kick off your boots and catch your breath. But before you can even claim your spot, you feel kind of a heavy hand flump onto your shoulder. And you turn to find a muscular dwarf with a full sleeve tattoos and a black flat cap atop his head. Sick. <laughs> Kaimi, right? Who's asking? <laughs> it's good to see you. You came through here a few months ago. And we played a round of darts. And as you look at him, that sounds... You don't... You <laughs> definitely could have... Yes. Mm. I mean, you've come through this camp before, you don't remember this guy exactly specifically, but that definitely could have happened. Mm-hmm. We had a, a pretty good time, didn't we? It was fine. <laughs> and with his hand on your shoulder, squeezes just a no. little harder. <laughs> yeah, but see, I think you cheated. You see, your darts were moving all unnatural in the air. <laughs> and I got to thinking, she don't look like much, but I think she was using magic. You took 21 gold off me that night. And I'm Ooh. thinking that now you've returned to pay me back. How nice of you. And he kind of squeezes that Ooh. shoulder once more with his hand. <laughs> 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 Oh, this is, no, Kaimi, wrong, wrong, wrong halfling that you're thinking of. Um, you know, a lot of us around here in these parts these days got lots of white hair. Um, about my height, you're, you're probably thinking of someone else, because, you know, come to think of it, you don't look that familiar to me, and I certainly don't have any gold. I'm but a weary, weary, sad <sighs> traveler. Oh, I'm so weary and, and sweaty. Oh, you know, oh, I'm, is that my friend's back there? Oh, I'm so sorry, sir. And I'm just going to, like, squeeze oh. <laughs> gonna, give, like, me a de- struggling, give me a like, deception check with this advantage. Oh my god. Oh, so roll two no. d20s and take the lower number. Oh, that was good. <laughs> I got a one. Impossible. Who need not need? <laughs> and another one. Oh. It's actually a seven, sorry. Oh, oh it's a seven. Oh my god. Either way, but Either way it's the a one. one. <laughs> not to steal your double one thunder. So as you're sort of, as he's looking into your eyes, squeezing your shoulder a little bit, and you even try to turn away, and he sort of even turns you back to face him, you're looking and... and Time sort of slows as you're sort of anticipating the next thing happening, and you hear that itching, scratching <gasps> voice at the back of your head. Mm. Do we remember this bewhiskered brute? Hard to keep track of all the inconsequentials that we happen across. Gosh. Honestly, yeah, he does look kind of familiar. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, you know what, sir? Now that I think about it, and now that you squeeze my deltoid so hard, you are appearing to be a little bit familiar, but here's I the bet. thing. My good, my good, respectable <laughs> fellow, I... As you're talking, you're also hearing the voice continue on in your head. Mm. Ah, yes, yes, Mr. Pickering, I believe it was. If I remember correctly... By the end of the night, he had imbibed quite a few drinks, and we saw him crying by the fire. He was lamenting that his brother had fallen ill with swamp lung. Maybe we could use that information to escape this predicament. Go on, make fun of his brother with the sopping lung and the hacking cough. His brave facade will crumble, and he will fall into despair. And as that voice is out, hey! Pickering! Wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Pickering, the sad little man with the sick brother, <laughs> was it? Oh my! 
Oh, what's Make that? an intimidation check with advantage. Oh. <clears throat> 13. Roll two and take the higher. Yeah, take okay. the higher one and then add your intimidation as well. 17. Come on. Plus two. Uh, uh, 19. 19. In his eyes, you watch them get just a little glassy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> did he die, did he? And now you're all alone in the world with nothing left to do but pick on little fellows who happen to wander through your claim. And you feel the hand get just a little released. Yeah. He's still alive. (laughs) Barely. That sounds hard, buddy. So I'm going to let this one slide for once, all right? And I'm just going to, like, try. And now that the grip is off, I'm just going to turn around and just kind of, like, slowly back away. Right. And then as soon as he can't see me, I'm going to sprint off. Run. And he's, like, sort of downcast looking down at the ground for a moment. And just as you're starting to move more quickly, you give one look back. And he kind of... Oh, no. buddy. So you're kind of quickly scooting through the camp sort of getting, moving your way so there's bodies in between you and him to kind of obscure yourself from further on. Oh, a useful voice. Huh? Yes. <laughs> Don't look now, but it seems your friends from Bezufir have stumbled into this camp as well. Now, will you approach and seek their aid? Or will you give up your foolish pursuit and resign yourself to the reality of my eternal company? Look, buddy, Mr. Curse, if, if I might call you that, um, direct address, Mr. Curse, as much as we've been getting along these past 24 hours or so, you've been really helpful in my pursuit of certain things. I feel like perhaps our lives are better off separated. That should be the goal here. Now, I know you don't want to talk about it. Every time I talk about separating, you get really quiet. <laughs> you kind of go away and you don't come back for a minute. <laughs> I just, as much as I've come to like you, appreciate your intelligence, you're very cunning, you're very, you're very perceptive, I would like to have my brain back. And predictably, no voice. <laughs> and as you're sort of muttering and walking through, you do see a lot of like... Like, people <laughs> looking at you as you wander by, wondering if you were talking to them. And by the time you finish that little kind of tirade, you get to the point where you're very close to them and you see them kind of having a quiet discussion. Orba kind of holds up her fists at one point, I'm not sure. So you see some familiar faces that you guys are kind of crossing paths. Sephira, hold up, hold up your hands. I'm going to... Well, why, why? Orba's going to oh. try to punch. I'm going to kind of get out of the way of it. <laughs> Uh, right, okay, so try it again. Now, next time you do it, you got to twist your back leg. Twist your back leg as you're going. I was going to try twisting your back that's, leg. That's better. What is the goal stronger? here again? The idea is to just show how powerful we are. Yeah. That's true, I got distracted, I was having fun. I think, is this, is this, I, relevant question, is it a waste of our time? Well, oracalcum is not the waste of our time. True. Is this a necessity to get the oracalcum? Or is this a distraction? Well, Did you I mean, not like my idea? Of going and beating that guy up? No, my oh, idea. What's your idea? Remind me. Spreading the word that there's nothing there. That the Sandeels uh-huh. are staying away because we because we think oh, they oh, are. Psst, psst, psst. Oh. oh, right. Oh, friends. Oh my god. Uh, as soon as she kind of like I see her, I want to kind of like hide her from people because I know that she's just been wanted. 
Hey, guys. Oh, how, Could you be... How are you here? Well, to be honest, I was passing up north a bit, and then I just need to find somewhere to rest, and it feels like fate brought us together. Uh, uh, is that what you call it? Fate? <laughs> um, just so you guys know, um, the voice did not go away. Um, and, and he is talking to me right now, mm. so um, just, just one... I didn't say anything. Okay, just one second, buddy. He's being a little passive-aggressive now, so just don't worry about it. Okay. But hey! Oh. Um, okay. <laughs> Someone who looks yet what I think she's about to say. Go ahead. The Elatrians are very much after you, still, that's and it. we just killed two of them. Yeah, uh, that too. That was... thought they had you, but it was just some other halfling with white hair. Well, yeah, they're still they're super. Fun. They're all right. Very first, much so. Duvall, first of all, thanks for that. I... Um, yeah, it's a bit of an accident, so don't thank us too much, but yeah. Well, I'm aware that they're still after me, and I appreciate you sort of you know, shielding me with your bodies. Right I'm just now. kind of like looking around instinctively, like. Certainly see no elections. Yeah, yeah I, no, I, I didn't think I, mean, I totally, would. You can make a kind of little shell there, but it's all brown coats, miners, various accented uniforms. If your idea of cleaning those tombs did not work, are you headed back south again? Well, I don't know. It's complicated. I've got a theory about how I might be able to separate me and the voice. It's a long story, but basically, I'm tracking some kind of undead creature. What? What kind of? What do you mean? Which? Uh, be very specific with this because this could be relevant. Well, I've never seen it, and I okay. don't know how <clears throat> big it is, but it feels pretty big based on all the oozing chunks of dead flesh and things that it's been leaving in its path. I think that it's headed towards. The meadow. Shit. Okay. The description of the chunks and things sounds a little desecrated ground-esque, and it's sort of... Uh, we have also seen such things, not near here, but... We are also headed north towards something undead, I believe. Uh, something's undead, I think, but yeah. Are you trying to kill, re-kill, firmly kill the undead? Yes, firmly kill. Uh, plant them um, firmly in the ground, yes. Wait, that's sick. Because so am I. Are you any good at that? Mm, no. I don't like the hesitation. It, yeah. Which, honestly, part of the reason I came down here was We're to not that see... good at it either. It's, it's kind of... Well, me in particular. Excuse me. It's me. That's it's not the problem. I, I don't have anything... I, nothing yeah. fucking hits it. My... Wait, where's the tall, rude one? Oh, uh, well, uh, we don't know exactly, but hopefully back soon. He's in the wind, but he said he would be, be back when? Did he say it's He time? said nightfall, nightfall, but I, I'm a little bit, you know, skeptical, so... so We're a little thin at the moment. Go on, go on, express confidence that he isn't needed anyway. Drive a wedge between others and you make a perfect halfling-sized hole. Okay, okay, we can, we can, we can do teamwork without driving a wedge between anyone, thank you. Mm. He's getting a little angsty, but... Hey, your voice sounds ways, kind of rude. How far away is the meadow? A, f- a few hours? A couple hours? Like three hours? Fuck me. We were hoping to get there before nightfall. I'm down to get there as soon as possible, if you guys are. I mean, maybe Erlen can meet us there? I mean, that's what he said. So, he did say that, and he did seem to be truthful. So as... rather than just fight one scary spirit guy, yeah. we're now going to fight two at Mary they could meadow? be... Do you think they could be well, the same? Well, I was wondering, that's what I was going to say. Is it possible that there's the same thing? Uh, I mean, how many giant zombie-like you would undead hope creatures not are many, but here? with our luck, probably more than one. You weren't given any 
of description or or feeling or I got a feeling of danger and that seems right. Yeah. yeah. So you're just yeah, like you definitely haven't seen it. You no. have not seen it. So you're like tracking like but desecrated so if it's flesh? desecrated ground at the meadow then isn't that exactly what he said we were walking into? Well, I guess that's where I first saw the the, the Black spirit. Lion's desecrated yeah. areas along the road. Yes, that's where. <sighs> well, if 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 it's not two things, if it's just the same thing, then that's great. Yeah. Well, I don't think we should bank on that. Yeah. <clears throat> Four is better than three, right? Yes, that I would agree with. Okay. Oh, you know what? You could also probably help us a little bit with. Um, we're okay. <laughs> Excuse me. So Bless you. we're supposed to be um, posing. Posing as um, like security people for one of the smaller claims here, because the owner promised uh, to send us oracalcum, like a little, a little bit of it, which is like really fancy stuff. Um, so we just kind of need to spread the word a little bit around camp before the other claims have been messing her stuff up. I suppose trying to go there because she does have something valuable there, but she obviously doesn't want anyone else to know that because if people do, then they'll come and try to steal it. So how familiar are you with the different claims and the people that work there? Uh, you're aware of them. You, you're aware of the big ones. There's the Sandeel, the Auto, the Powers, and the Matsushita. Those are the big ones. You've talked with these people. You've never worked on any of the claims, yeah. but you're aware of their existence and stuff. I mean, I've passed through. I understand the politics are a bit complicated. Well, so far, we have, we believe, gotten the Sandeels to back off from the Pestina claim. Hopefully. Our next goal is to get the Autos, the ones that wear the green gloves. We want them to stay away from the Pestina claim. My idea was to spread the word that the reason that the Sandeels are staying away, in reality, is because we helped one of them. But if we spread the word that they know, that the Sandeels know that there is nothing of worth there, and they're trying to keep it a secret so that the others waste their time, maybe the autos will stay away as well. But we also could fight someone, that gigantic thing over there, evidently. <laughs> okay, which one's going to be faster? Uh, I don't know what that look means. What do you mean, fighting? fighting. Sounds faster to me. Really? Fighting sounds faster than a lie? It's just one lie. So the lie is five minutes. Wait, fight is at least. Is the big one from the auto claim? No. Whoa. What did I say? It sounds like a fight and a conversation. Well, what I was saying was they were a smaller claim was belittling us for being the security. So if the smaller claims don't take us seriously, what are the odds that the bigger ones are? But oh, I guess, but I guess could we had all of this off if we wanted to start a fight by saying, "Here we are, we're security." Bring down all of them on top of us at once. That's a bad idea, isn't it? I As this conversation's going on, Orba, you catch sight of that guy you're speaking to, Schofield. Uh-huh. He's kind of wringing his hands a little bit, and he's kind of looking around, and he. Oh, no. This is, this is that guy. This is that guy. Right. Hey, everyone. Schofield, nice to meet you. Hi. So, um, Trunk's having a bit of a, an extended dinner, so my thought is either we wait maybe an hour for him to finish up, have a nap, get rested, ready to fight, or we could uh, table that and instead maybe um, see who can ride the axe beaks longer. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Who's riding? Well, I'll probably be one of the riders, yeah. One of them? Like, there's going to be multiples on each team? 
Well, why don't you tell me? What do we say? Uh, you pick three of you. I'll pick three of mine. Best two out of three. What is the chance that this actually gets one of us severely injured? <laughs> How much damage could we reasonably take from this? I don't know if I can tell you that exactly. If, tell me if exactly. You, if you fall <laughs> off the axe beak and also can't, like, quickly no, roll away. What I'm saying is, the... like, is it bull riding where you fall off the bull and then it steps on you and you're, like, really fucked? It's you go from a speak. It could, That's what it I'm could saying. hurt you. It's this not going to kill saying. you. If, it could hurt you. If you roll two ones, yeah, you might beak. take some bludgeoning. It has an axe have for Have I beak? done this before and you my have, trips through? You have ridden the axe How good am I? <laughs> <laughs> What's your animal handling score? Oh, where is it? Oh, my God. Oh, bad. Plus one. Yeah, you weren't great at it. I mean, you're okay. See, I should do this. I'm a minus one. All right. I, I'll get on the bird. Three Do on I have three. to get on the bird? Now, we start Three on now. three? Why'd you say three? Is, are you getting on the three bird? Three riders. Best, best, best two out of three. Like, one rider from each team goes at the same time, whoever... Well, there's only one axe beak, but... Okay, how many riders? We pair up, and whoever stands on the axe beak longer wins their round. Best two out of three rounds. Okay. Oh, got it. You know what? I'm in. Come on. All right, let's have at it. Hey, he sort of gets excited. He goes over to another group. You have a moment here alone. (laughs) As he steps away. Yeah, he's gathering a couple of his friends there. Orba, does this not, you don't think this has the same effect? I want to fight somebody. Oh my God. Well, if this doesn't work out, pick a fight with someone and I'll back you up. Here we go. All right. Now you look sad. Go ahead. Well, I don't want you to be sad. Win. I want to win. Win for Orba, guys. I Thank you. Plan on it. You guys work your way over to that <laughs> little straightening herself up. There's a little pen that's behind one of the tents there that you saw when you were riding in, a little fenced-in area. And again, the the axe beak, which currently has a rider on its back, it has these little blinders on, oh. so it, it sort of has difficulty <laughs> seeing exactly. Oh, and it makes that. And we, Draven has heard this before. And, uh, yeah, it makes kind of a, like. <laughs> Each time it kind of flaps up, and after a couple good bucks, the person that's on just boom falls off back into the dirt, and he makes sure to kind of tumble and roll out of the way so that the uh, the bird doesn't hit him. And he looks like he didn't do so great. He takes a little bit of money out of his pocket, he drops it in that box. There was that like crate for if you. It seemed like if you rode well, you got to take money out of the box, but if not, you had to put money into the box. So you guys kind of gather around the edge here. All right, so um, I've got my friends here. Like I said, I'm Showfield. This is Morik and Nazar. <clears throat> yep. Nazar. So I think uh, Nazar's going to go up first. So who shall be Nazar's opponent? How big does Nazar look? Um, He's like, he's a dwarven man. He's like, a, you know, maybe six inches taller than you. He's not terribly tall. We're going to assume they're, they're, like, they're going to put the easiest guy out there first and save the... What's the strat, girl? <laughs> All right. To be honest, this guy looks fine. Um, I think maybe I should go okay. As the person with any experience with it, I would like to watch it, if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah. No, I have played this before. Ha, ha, did I do extra well? I don't remember. Maybe I was a little... Just woo-woo. avoid the pointy part of the beak, right? No one needs to get seriously injured. Really. All seriously. Right. But also, part. no. Win. For Orba. Yeah. Yeah, but, but, but careful. Safety careful? first. 
but when? Okay. <laughs> okay. I think we don't understand right. that. That's okay. And he sort of opens the <laughs> gate there. <laughs> and there's someone in the kind of middle of the pen. He's like holding down the bird with like, he has like a little rope around its beak there that he's holding. And you come over to the side, yes. step up into one of the stirrups, and you kind of throw your foot over to the Whee! other side. And immediately the guy's doing a pretty good job kind of keeping it in place, but you can hear the kind of as it's kind of moving quickly back and forth. Oh god. You ready? As I'll ever be. Have I it? And he unloops the sort of rope around the beach there. Oh, oh no. Oh, <laughs> I, thought, like, I thought you smacked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you smacked. <laughs> okay, the first thing I need you to give me is an animal handling check. Okay, come on. So, got this. Come on, come on. Um, 11. Oh! 11, okay. Neither advantage nor disadvantage. So, you landed in the middle area. Damn. So, the, the bird kind of. <laughs> Wings flapping, and I need you to give me a dexterity saving throw. Twenty, mm-hmm. and in that top left, just tell him that. Oh, oh, twenty. Natural twenty, great. So immediately the bird bucks a little bit, and sort of knowing the last time you rode, as soon as they get, take the rope off, there's usually like one big starting buck. You're ready for it. You get mm-hmm. up in the stirrups, and you just kind of sit yourself, kind of easily and naturally, sort of in the makeshift saddle. She squeeze your thighs a little bit, and the bird kind of. Give me another animal handling check. Oh, don't jinx it. 20. She was 20. <laughs> okay. It, it Once again, one of the wings goes out, and it kind of gets your foot sort of kicked up a little loose, but you scoop your knee underneath and get it nice tucked underneath oh, the wing. Oh, yeah. Give me saving throw with advantage. Oh, baby. Oh. Again. Oh, oh, Royce and take the oh, higher number. Twice. Yep. Great. Five plus four, nine. Nine. Okay, this time okay, okay. <laughs> gives one sort of kick back, and Kaimi no. thinks she has it, and boom. Oh, oh shit. Falls back. Okay. You lasted, you, you fell in the second round, so a score of oh. two there for Kaimi. All right. Make sure that you're using the saving throw and not the big one. Yeah, oh, okay. saving throw. Might save. Sometimes it, it might actually be even lower. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just a touch. Down a touch? Yeah. Sure. Um, great. So after she falls off, the guy immediately kind of rushes in with a little rope, and he kind of gets the bird pushed over to the side. Well, she pushes you out. That was crazy. <sighs> I'm kind of like waddling a little bit. Like it feels like maybe something <laughs> is out of place in my neck. I'm gonna kind of bit. give her a big pat on the back. <laughs> oh, that's gonna put my neck back into place. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna do a speed round of your opponent here. Oh, okay. Do. Animal handling check. Um, passes that first Stop. one. Couple bucks. <laughs> Animal handling check. Ooh, disadvantage. Oh, baby. Um, Come on. Still going to pass that. Yeah. Fuck. Um, okay, so he's passed two. So Kimi's lost the first round. So it's one point you, to okay. the. Can you be as annoying at these events that you as you could at a rodeo? Like, can you go up sure. and like yell at the animal? <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, ah! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Waving things. <laughs> Slamming on the fence a little bit. Who's gonna go up next here? Uh, I'll, I'll start walking towards him. <laughs> right. Sort of lumber okay, towards I'm the, the ringer here. on. No. There's a couple kind of people a couple of the guys patting each other on the back there. Alright, Graven saddles up and the guy ready? Yes. <laughs> Takes a loop off. Give me an animal handling check. Come on, Graven. Oh, oh no! Eight. Eight? Okay. So, not knowing that that big buck is coming, no! one kind of flip. <laughs> Give me a disadvantage. Dexterity oh, saving. Sure. If I don't even last. I will never let you live it down. Oh my god, is that a nat one? One. Natural, natural one. The bird. 
kicks and topples and kicks. Graven, his size is just too much. Oh topples forward, and with yeah. the natural one, you go forward, and the bird is oh. whipping its head back and forth, and no, the no, no, beak, no, no, no. like... This is what I'm worried about! You take one bludgeoning damage I on your way I didn't even get a chance to get on it! <laughs> I get a duel for a duel! And the bird's coming in for a big peck here. It's gonna make an attack roll oh as no. falling on the ground. Do I, uh, oh, it's an eight to hit. All right, even with, I was gonna say, <laughs> even without shield. my shield yeah. or anything, but that doesn't hit. just as the beak's coming down, Graven rolls out of the way, and the beak comes down, and the guy with the rope... What is this? As it's graven the pointy end. <laughs> I didn't even get on the thing. Tough luck. <laughs> I'm gonna like oh, shoulder brother. it as I go by. Like <laughs> that's just the guy with who's handling the. Yeah, bird. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone in the blast radius? What a man. sore All right. Oh, luck me, you bastard. <laughs> Speed round for the next guy. Oh, he, he, he passes this saving throw. He's gonna. He did. Okay, so oh, two nothing. Would Sophia like to take her turn? Oh, yeah. Would you like to uh, <laughs> take it even though you lost already? Uh, uh, yeah. Let's see what you got. Okay. A lot of cheering from the sides there. All right. Sophia kind of takes a moment, quickly gets her leg over. Ready? Get him. No, but yeah. Takes the robot. <laughs> Give me an animal handling check. Oh, 22. 22. With advantage, give me your dexterity saving throw. Oh, <laughs> baby. Okay. Okay. Uh, 16. 16 with practiced ease. Nice. Kind of back and forth, keeping your hips loose so you don't sort of jerk off the side. Give me another animal handling check. Okay. One. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> That's 11. 11. Okay. Straight roll dexterity saving throw. Come on. Okay. Ooh, I actually had done that wrong before. I didn't do my saving throw. That, that's more. Unless you pass the other one. Yeah. I would have passed it. 24. 24. Nice. Once again, another kind of flutter of the wings. And Sophia, almost like riding like an untamed horse, you just kind of keep, stay steady, stay I'm high in the stirrups. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Give me an animal handling check. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Oh, baby! The difficulty's getting higher. He's starting to buck, buck a little harder, but with advantage, make another dexterity saving throw. Ooh! Oh gosh! Okay. Oh, that is a ten. And this time, vroom, finally, one good kind of flap and of the wings. Seeing what happened to Graven, I'm gonna kind of roll out of the way. As yeah, the way that you fall off. isn't like right in front of its yes. face, so it doesn't even have the opportunity. You quickly kind of roll out. Well done, Safira. <clears throat> yep. <clears throat> Ah, well, good sports you all were, good sports, but uh, we take this one today. Right. So, uh, you know, tell Marathil that our security is uh, fine, I guess. <laughs> kind of wants away. Take it to your bedroll with your left hand. He's walking. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> that was a good one. He might have heard you, he just was walking. Oh. Tried to start a fight, but it, uh, should I just go and do that? Uh, well, I, I I think that maybe the rumor was the better idea. That feels more concrete. Well, in now we way. look like idiots. No one's going to listen to us. Uh, hang on. How would that qualify me to be a good security person? I, I want to know, genuinely, how me riding an axe speak is going to... Ma- why does that make me a better fighter? I can still shoot you in the face with a fucking arrow. Uh, 
Inner thigh strength is really what dictates good security guards these days. Everybody knows it. Is that a thing? Yeah. Ish. Right, well, I, I suppose I'm behind on the security. I, d does it matter? What else can we try? As I said, I could go start the fight regardless. And, yes, put our actual security measures to the test. Would you rather do it against somebody who's one of the bigger claims? From the... the auto yes. is the well, idea. Yes, perhaps. I mean, there's certainly people with green gloves around. You're, you're like uh, trying to keep an eye out for maybe someone that you could challenge or bully. You don't see any particular yeah. targets that look good, but there's any, certainly anybody giving us like a <laughs> like about the axe beak. So, yeah, like, some of the people yeah. gathered around the uh, like arena fence that the axe beak was in sort of had a laugh at maybe your expense specifically falling off so quickly, but uh, <laughs> you don't see any green gloved people specifically who uh, seem to be jiding. Whatever it is, we shouldn't spend much more time here. I agree. I mean, definitely we shouldn't. If we fist fight someone, can we use magic to cheat? We, uh, yes. You can, you there's can, a risk of being discovered. You might get caught, yeah. but yeah. yes, you certainly could try. Well, any ideas on how to start a fight? You can go up and punch somebody, right? Uh, I don't think we want to start that kind of fight. Uh, I think we should probably have some terms in place beforehand. Well, terms if you just go and punch someone, the problem is they don't know exactly, you know, what your intention is. You could be trying to kill them, or you could be trying to give them a black eye. Different response, usually. All right. So, if we're going to start a fight, I would rather not start a fight without, you know... Discussing, but but baddies, baddies just start fights. Are we the baddies? Who, who stops and talks about rules? Again, I, again, I'll, I'll, I I don't think the intention of the fight is not to make enemies. It's to look like we are formidable, and I. I think trying to make ourselves look formidable by getting into a fist fight is maybe not the right idea. <laughs> what? Thank you for your concern. It, not in a while. All right, well, is it maybe the idea? you should go sit around the fire again. And Hang on. Just... What if the idea is to make us look as not formidable as possible? Because if she hired some absolutely shit security, it's because she can't afford good security, which is because she has absolutely nothing of value at the claim. Well, again... You know, perhaps. You're actually on the track oh, that I was perhaps. thinking of. I'm thinking that's the easiest slide, right? The easiest slide is to say, this little woman, don't worry about her. She's got fucking nothing. I don't know why everyone's wasting their time. She's trying to do this to make herself seem bigger than she is. All right. We go get her some food. That's Sit around the where we were earlier, where there were some people. We try to position ourselves nearby some of the auto, and we confide. In each other? In her. Oh, right, okay. That we are this, you, not useless, but that we are this service for a claim that doesn't even need it. And that she's barely paying us anything, and that we barely do our jobs anyway, because there's no reason to defend yes. anything, because there's nothing there to defend. A yes. ruse. A, a ruse. Yes. An elaborate ruse. An elaborate yeah, ruse indeed. And stick with the story that the, <clears throat> that the Sandeels are staying away, because they are. Yeah. Okay. Fine. But they're like trying... dinner. And you yes, get dinner. You get and dinner. you get dinner. Okay, let's do that. Do you have the copper for it? Or do you need to be? I've got the copper have... for it. It's all right. <laughs> I think you have gold on the go flip page. There at the bottom. Did I that? I thought in your. I think you had like 30 gold total. And so, yeah, copper's. Where did it say that? I think I'm in my mind. <laughs> okay, great. Go ahead and write. You have 30 gold. Stews on, <laughs> stews on us. 
Sue's uh, on us. Thanks. <laughs> we didn't know right, this too, but it's right. brilliant. It's really. So the cauldron's kind of right by that campfire that you were at, and there's a few people seated around the fire enjoying a meal or just conversation with others. Should we try to divide and conquer? One of us go with Kimi, and the, and two others go elsewhere. No, oh, yeah, sure. Do you want me to buy you stew? Um, yes. All right, mystery no stew way. it is. Thank you. Right. Walk over to that woman who's got the sort of knife spoon that she's swirling in the cauldron. <laughs> Hiya. Uh, one of the, um, the... Stew. Yes. Yes, the, the mystery stew. Not mystery. Oh, okay, well, well, what is it? Mm. Very specific, yes. And I'm going to hand, I'm going to go into my coin purse and hand her the money. There's a little kind of cheap wooden sign that has 7C on it. Mm. <laughs> Sack. Takes a, a bowl off the top of the stack of wooden bowls. Two stew. No, just uh, just the one. Is all yes. right. Just the one. <laughs> oh, yeah. With the hand. <laughs> yep, she kind of sticks Chess, her hand into is, the hot. It, it's very good. You don't give away your recipe, do you? No. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Do I sense anything from her look at her make, expression? Make an insight check. <laughs> <laughs> I've never actually made an insight check before, I don't think. I don't know what my insight is. Uh, also, plus one. Ten. Ten. You don't pick it. She seemed flattered that you, uh, that you complimented the stew, but nothing beyond that. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I have no idea what's in it. I, I, I feel fine. I ate it earlier, so... I'm going to just take a little sip and like, yeah. oh yeah, it tastes like human germs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Notes of cranberry and meat. Right. Mm. I hate that you're not specifying on that, man. Mm. I really don't like it. It's good, right? I hope it's not people. Like like chicken. Y- y- yeah, yeah, that's what I'm telling myself too. So as that's happening, <laughs> Draven and Orba over by the campfire, looking for a group of even if it's just one or two autos, but also that there's not some sand, a lot of sand deals nearby. Okay, give me a perception check. Okay. Give me an investigation. Oh, Orb is helping you. You can, you can roll with advantage. Mm, I will Orba take help. A nine. <laughs> okay. You see two green-gloved uh, individuals sitting down, also having a bite to eat, not the stew, something of their own, like, sort of hardtack and nuts and things. But uh, there is one sand deal kind of near him as well. You could sit kind of on the other side of them, as long say, as you kept your volume low. How is the seating? Is there... It's like a big circle, mostly, like, ro- oh. like uh, concentric circles, like multiple of them around. Okay. So if people were sitting kind of facing in, could you kind of sit on the same rock, like, facing the other yeah, way? Like, could. right up behind them? Yes, yeah, you could. <laughs> well, now is not the time for subtlety. And I'm gonna, like, kind of make my way over to where there's the two green gloves and, like, sit down with my back almost to them. As you sit down, like, you're a little larger, so your backs are, like, like they touch briefly for a moment and mm-hmm. just kind of looks over. Oh. Mm-hmm. And turn away. Goes back to you. Ugh. Yeah. <sighs> Uh. <laughs> Are you okay? Just tired. Uh, I was going to say, you didn't get walloped by that filthy beast like I did. <laughs> you know, it's not, the, <laughs> it's not the first time I've seen one of those. Have you seen one of those before? No. Mm. Well, it's a good thing that... <gasps> 
job that we're here to do is easier than writing a stupid axe beak. Right, what a joke. Yes. Can I at this point wander up with my bowl of stew? You're wandering over in the, you both of you are, you can see that they're already sort of engaged in this little, they're not talking to the people behind them, but a little conversation. And there's other seats open as well. You guys had said divide and conquer, but you certainly see him sort of over there with the... You know... You can approach if you wish, go ahead. You know, when fucking Pristina said that she would pay us like percentage of, of the profit of her mine. I didn't mm. think we would be working for a copper a fucking month. Mm. <laughs> perception check. Okay. Perception. Come. What am I doing? There's nothing there. It's a three. Three. No, no stirring on the other side of the rock quite yet. Maybe I can at least use this bruise on my face to pretend to her that I put up a fight against something, even though nobody's coming, and I'm gonna, like, <laughs> bomb it. I'm gonna, like, come and even look me, at our Give me a deception check. Yes! <laughs> One no! Deception. Yep. Four. Four. You kind of bump into that same guy that you bumped into before, and this time it's sort of, hey, just sharing this. Sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. <sighs> As Safira and I walk by and I have like my bowl of stew and just kind of meandering, I notice that it's not going very well for them. So I'm just going to kind of like <coughs> shout um, loudly enough for the circle to hear like, oh, look, <laughs> it's the weak security guards who have nothing to protect. <laughs> Make a deception check. Oh, my God. Here we go. Everyone's going to be like, these are the one Natural. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. Sort of shouting, and as some faces kind of look up, you can tell right away that, as opposed to some of the reactions that you guys got, some people recognize Kiimi. Mm. They don't like know her well, but they've at least seen that she's been through it. They're not totally foreign, so already she has like an air of credibility right. about her that Woman the other people, pe- yeah, that the other people <clears throat> bring. And a couple people kind of raise their heads. They hear that, and they immediately kind of look over and see some of the people sitting on the bench there. <laughs> Orba, Orba gets upset and she like stands up real tall and she and she's gonna start running and she's gonna like hit her right foot against the back of her left heel and like just trip herself on the ground. Need a performance check. I don't want this one. <gasps> performance. God, what are my fucking modifiers yes. anymore? 18. 18, with a perfect kind of kick, trip, fall. You link over the back of your ankle, fall down, and immediately there's kind of a roar. (laughs) Acting, yeah, I'm gonna run up and try to like help her up as she sort of. People are laughing. Someone who's drinking some of the stew kind of (laughs) snorts some of the stew out. Jog on, you. (laughs) Shut up. You've got the crowd laughing at you, a little derision in there. Uh, sit back down kind of where I was. Now everybody's going to be just as She's wise as the sand deals. paying us enough to get laughed at. I'm going to try to say that, really. It's not going so well over there, is it? No, frankly, it's not. <laughs> you know what it's like to be paid pennies on the fucking... You, you understand what it's like? Well, no, I work for the auto claim, so no, I don't know that. <laughs> well. They don't need any security, do they? No. Auto's got security. I think there actually was something to secure. You can see his eye, he like perks up, a little interest in 
Nothing over there, eh? Please, I shouldn't I technically be saying any of this, but she's not paying us enough to keep quiet. I heard, uh, I heard there was a little bit of the good stuff, no? <laughs> I wish, if there were a little bit of the good stuff, do you think we'd be the security, frankly? Make a deception check. Oh, God, you guys. Oh, my God. So many rolls. No! <laughs> three. Listen. And yet she uh, continues to hire security, sort of odd, no? I think she's hopeful. Listen. Wouldn't she be hopeful? I mean... I think I'd move Delusional, on. perhaps, but I don't know. Listen, some of those yellow sash bastards already got past us the other week. Don't tell anyone, but you'll notice that they aren't coming around anymore, because they know. Just... I'll keep my ears open. May I recommend Just you don't waste your time. Make a persuasion. <sighs> That's a natural 20! Oh! Thank God! <laughs> <sighs> no. Suppose it's better to just go where you know there's something than risk anything? I mean, I would. I don't know. Thanks for the tip. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Good luck getting a job elsewhere. Yeah, cheers, cheers. mate. Turns back toward the fire. Maybe <laughs> we have to kind of play what's part of the party. Kind of sipping stew from the side. Little bit of ideas of, planted among them. Among like the, tap them yeah. and. Yeah, on the guise of like tending to my bruise or whatever. Sure. I'll move on. Go back maybe to where our horses are. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to kind of take the long route. The circle, yeah. Connect with them on the other side. I think that's about as good as we're gonna get. Yeah, that was pretty good. That's all right. Great hey. trip, Orba. Good, good goading. You really got to. You, yeah. I felt it. I had fun in my right. soul. I felt terrible. Yeah, like, <laughs> made you me feel made feel terrible. terrible. I'm still embarrassed. <laughs> You're right. Uh, so, uh, is that? T- I, Here's again, hoping. I feel right. Shit. Do we have? Does anyone have any rye through I could snack on or something? Um, I didn't Erlen have, have some? He didn't leave you any. No, I didn't ask him though. I have a right through to you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. I just, the right through to I only have a certain amount of energy left, and I. No, that's fine. We I have would a like to eat that's the right through. I forget what it is. Sure, you do. It hits. You get two d four temporary. Two d four. And if you eat another rioth within twenty four hours, then you it might make to, you yes. You get sicky. Listen. Is it the poopoos or the peepees? Probably the poopoos. <laughs> three temporary. I get three temporary. That's not enough. The writher, it's a little stringy. You kind of chew on it. It's not a not Listen, particularly. How does that work with like? Uh, sorry. No. May I ask? Uh, like a like the mist that would like siphon our max HP. It is... takes temp first. Okay, great, great. Everything if, always takes. Temp. If it looks like we're going to be up against something that's that draining again, I'll try to heal you first thing, Zafira. But right. normally, I like to <clears throat> wait until. I'm just it's really dire. I really, yeah. I, yeah, okay. So, so I might not be that useful, honestly. In I'm, I'll do my best, but I've say, got the the special errors that we ordered. I'm running low on those, and you know, running low on energy. Otherwise, do you do you have any healing potions or anything of the kind? <clears throat> no, sorry. It's all right. We have a few left, but I'd rather not use them if we can help it. Um, would you like to ride on? I guess Erlen doesn't need his horse, and we need to take it with us, so... Oh, yeah. Your ankle's still kind of sore under your feet. That sounds awfully enticing to you. 
Yes, thank you. Orba will go and show her which horses are Erlen's. As you go over to Erlen's, I will also say that I had Erlen tell me what is left on his horse. It's not a lot. <laughs> I was just so. about to say, as she like helps Kimi up on the horse, she's going to open up those saddlebags. There's a few larger items that he left behind. His quarter staff. Oh, my God. Great. <laughs> his crampons for his boots. Of course. Super. Uh, the Radiran burial urn. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everybody like as if they're gonna loot him yeah. dry. Uh, his his warm clothes that he got from Cliff Ironcloud, and strapped to the side the portable ram. Oh my god! Back <laughs> large, two handed. God, that's ram. so boring. Oh, it's he was best. right. It's disappointing. Yes. All right. Um, okay. Perhaps as we ride north, we discuss maybe. I saw you had some, like, deception magic, but we haven't really seen you in action and what you ex- excel at, so. Yeah, what do you have that can attack something that might be, you know, incorporeal? Oh, well, I I only have the magic that, like, some random professors deigned it was worthy of, to teach me, so, like, you know, okay, like, sure, what but maybe... does any of it kill undead? A uh, magic missile? Oh, right, that's it, yeah. Right. Oh, that, that, that's that, a great one. Yeah, okay, that's great. <laughs> you must be really smart if the professors do that. Mm, just... Good at finding things. <laughs> good at finding things. Mm-hmm. If, you ever, if you ever get in a fight with Erland, you'll be in good shape. What? I would love Why to get in a te- fight with Erland. Yeah, Erland got blown up. Yeah. What? Right. <laughs> um, and uh, anything else, that, like, as we kind of plan for this crazy man? Uh, yeah, uh, any... As I say, the voice that you've been hearing... Just remember that any advice it gives you, it might be the opposite of what you might want to follow. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. But but honestly, guys, it, I think that the the voice I'm calling him Mister Curse lately, he's kind of been helpful. I don't know. I, I'm starting to listen to some of his advice, and he might not be a bad guy. I'm just saying. Graven, speaking of voices. Oh, yeah. The voice that you hear sometimes in your head is going to be helpful or not? I was trying to find the most delicate way to ask. I mean, I have power uh, spells against the mists, but uh, okay. what do you mean? I mean... In general, I've been useful against undead, yes. Okay. Uh, no, 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 I just meant extra help. You know, like something... He's a cleric, has... so if you need, if you're feeling extra. weak in battle... Is his voice a wizard? Not quite. Oh, no. I draw my power from the gods. <clears throat> That's sick. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I've been over this with her. Gods can be deceptive. Wait, so the voice in your head is the voice of a god? Who gives you magic powers? You My voice just occasionally has, like, semi-convincing advice. Yeah, but sometimes they'll also just, like, strike him down and go unconscious. There are downsides. Yeah. So, pros yeah. and cons. Pros and cons, for sure. Pros and cons. So, your voice... I'm a bit, but yes. It's... You can't, like, summon it whenever you want to? Does it give you things you wouldn't otherwise know? Or Honestly, when I'm caught in a bind, sometimes he gives me some cunning advice on how to trick my way out, but that's kind of it. Okay. I wouldn't count on him for anything. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's let's mount up and we can discuss this more on the road. Okay. He's going to talk your horses. 
Hemi sort of settling into the saddle. It's a big horse. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta really, really hike up those stirrups. <laughs> yeah. You guys begin to ride. You leave the commotion of the campsite behind, pressing on to the north. The road quickly returns to its typical dormant state. A darkening sky has shifted from kind of a steel to a charcoal gray, and it feels as if it could open up at any moment. Wind swirling forcefully through the saddle points of these hills, as if searching for a way out. Sometime later, and an untrained eye would see some skeletal remains by the side of the road and think animal carcass. A few scattered rib bones, mostly picked clean, some stains blood, Nothing that would seem out of the ordinary in an area native to scavenging creatures, jackals, crows, vultures. But smeared along the grass, kind of leading off in a northeastern direction that seems almost stubbornly direct in its trajectory to Myriad Meadow, traveling over rough terrain rather than around it, are subtle streaks of ash and bits of gore that on closer inspection could very well be humanoid. Severed fingers broken teeth. So this kind of trail leads. the path. It's kind of loosely synced up with the path but it's very straight and direct whereas the path kind of weaves through the hills. So you spot that just off the side of the road. I think this is our path. Yep. Looks uh, right to me. Yeah. So <clears throat> we have seen this creature before, Kaimi, and um, one thing that he has brought upon us is this um, vampiric mist. Um, and judging by the weather, I'm not sure if we're going to have much luck with it today, but the mist seems to um, be at a disadvantage when you're in the light, in the sunlight. Um, so, unfortunately, today it looks like that might be a bit hard to come by. But you make sunlight, can't you? You can do that. I can make a small light, and I can also make a very bright light, but it would take considerable energy. Yeah, we make might a sixty. F- I could need something. Like sixty that, feet of maybe. daylight. That's not bad at all. Whoa, sixty feet. That's a, cool. It's a lot of daylight. So actually, one hundred and twenty feet. That's. I mean, that's something we should definitely consider using. Yes, if we are find ourselves in the middle of it. But it um, this mist if if it passes through you, it like siphons your energy. Um, and not and you'll just feel shit the rest of the day. There's nothing to be done about it. It's just so just don't let it pass through you. Do at all costs, don't let it steal yourself. Yeah. If you fall unconscious from the mist in particular, there's a chance that even with my healing powers, I wouldn't be able to bring it back. Okay. Does that my shield serious. help at all? It, uh, your shield can help against the attack, okay, but it, it wouldn't help against mist. the siphoning. Yeah, not the not necessarily. Just as a warning. Stay away from the mist. Again, if I have to use the daylight spell... I I would say be ready. I know. Is this more than we bargained for? Listen, alright? I am trying to separate us so that we can both be free from whatever this weird Link curse is, okay? I am frightened. I am concerned. It's okay. I've only just returned 
It is not my time to go again. Oh, so you're scared. You're a little scared baby, huh? You don't want to go back to the eternal bliss or peaceful sleep of death? And you can feel that sort of scratching disappear kind of mid-thought. You are haunted by undead. It would appear that way, yeah. So then why are you hunting undead? Listen, I don't have all the details, and I'm a bit confused, just like you guys probably are. But did, did and it you said it was scared. The last time I defeated some spirits on my way to the campground, it finally felt like I had a moment of peace. The voice went away for a while, and he came back shortly after, but I feel, I have this hunch that if I defeat some kind of big undead creature, then we're going to be free from each other. What did he say just now? He's scared. Oh, that's heartening. Did you desecrate anything other than those tombs? Anything that you were disturbed, or a place that you shouldn't have been? Honestly, not that I can remember. But I'm going to keep thinking about it. This is, this is a new theory. It doesn't sound outrageous, given what we know about me. But you said he's helped you in a pinch before. He didn't have any advice other than I'm scared? He thinks maybe I'm not powerful enough to take on this creature, but... Well, you're not alone, but the hope is that we all are. Well, also, I guess if he's seeing you as the host, and he's some kind of a... See, that language is why I think maybe you should be distrustful. Host? Parasite? Well, how much do you guys know about linked curses? How much do we know about Link Craven, give me a uh, history check. <laughs> history. <laughs> you rolled a nat 20 last time. Let's go. Ten. Ten. You're definitely uh, aware of their existence, certainly. And really, the only thing you can recall about them is that it's not just random. A linked curse happens when... Like, it doesn't necessarily mean that the voice is someone that Amy knew or anything like that, but that maybe they committed similar offenses or that some kind of lesson is trying to be taught both of them by bringing them together. Mm. So there's some kind of reason for the link. It's not just kind of a like, we're stuck with each other randomly kind of thing. Has the voice told you anything about its life, where where it was, from what race, what life it lived, when? Honestly, no. And, and I need to start asking some more specific questions because usually when I start to broach the topic of its past life or, or what we're going to do to get us out of this curse, it just goes away. Well, maybe it doesn't want to get out of the curse. It's possible that the only way it's alive is through you. Yeah. yeah. And that the separation of you two would mean it dying, which would be, you know, that is exactly like a parasite. And if I were that, then I wouldn't want you to uh, separate me either. Maybe, similar to Kimi's situation, it doesn't fully understand why it is there either. I feel kind of bad for it. Either being, continuing to stay there or not being able to let go. There's a reason it's trapped, right? These curses, I'm assuming. Usually there's a reason for them. So it, I'm assuming it... It's responsible for something. I don't know. When, um, in, in the past, there was a young girl spirit that was kind of drawn to me for a brief period of time, and when I spoke to a medium about it, um, he said that she saw similarities in me as, as her. So maybe that's the same reason for you. Maybe they relate. Yeah, I mean, this guy's kind of smart. I'm kind of smart. I don't know. I he, he sounds sneaky. You're sneaky. Yeah. Any famously mischievous members of your ancestry or family? 
My, my parents were good people. If anything, I'm the one who is stepping out of line by stealing stuff and, and going on these weird errands. A- ancestors, though. Well, what if he's not someone who was an ancestor? What if he's someone who killed an ancestor? And he's being taught a lesson by being trapped with her. Or it's just qualities in you. All I know is that the only time I felt remotely close to breaking this curse, to unlinking us, is when I killed or defeated or released those spirits. Well, then let's do it. Okay. Um. No. (laughs) We're riding this whole time through that path. Yeah, you're like moving along. Uh, yes. Seven. Seven. There's some things that you you look around at the desecrated ground and you feel like you're missing something, but you think back as you mentioned to Gimi that that girl spirit the first time you saw her was actually at the other desecrated ground that you guys passed through, and you remember some of the sights and smells as you pass through there. The, reeking of decay, it's sort of musty, rotting smell. Mm-hmm. And you sense none of those smells right now. In fact, it's almost sweet, like intoxicating, something that's readily vanilla and leather, something kind of comforting. The desecrated ground sometimes is synonymous with a disrespect for the dead, sort of a, wi- a want to control them, a disregard mm-hmm. for their rest. Mm-hmm. And yet necromancers use it to exert control. So what you're feeling now doesn't feel good, but it feels invigorating, in a sense. As you travel along this trail, you feel stronger, more awake, more alert. That's not good. Well, I was gonna try to just shake it off and... Can we make haste? What's the matter? Problem? Are you sensing something? I just... The more we talk about this, the more anxious I get. Okay, fair enough. All he said was to meet at the Myriad Meadows. Meet at Myriad Meadows, and if I... Prove myself, he will bend the knee. It smells like decay to us, yes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who, okay. Who's the he here? <clears throat> Who we're tracking, this this creature. Um, a, a barnacle boy. Yeah. Oh, it's highly sentient. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. This is a. Oh, yeah, powerful... it's like a guy. It's no. It's, no. It's a, yeah. So, really quickly, actually, I wanted to distinguish something. Um, mm-hmm. When we saw him at Blom's, he was physical, yep. right? He was a bone. Mm-hmm. Yes, he and was then, like a skeletal God. warrior. Right, but then with this vampire mist, he <laughs> yeah, was like a. When you saw the mist, you didn't get the sense that he was present. He right. was using the mist. Kind of like hologram. To, yeah, he was communicating a message through the mist. He wasn't present with you there in the moment. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, when you saw him, he was in a physical. Form, skeletal form. Okay. Well, stay close to me. If the, if I will, as soon as I, if it looks like we'll be surrounded, I will cast daylight. Okay. Only if it's missed. I don't know if it's going to affect him. Right, right. I don't think we should expect that it will affect him. It does affect the mist, yes. though. You know that. All right. Looking, is it it's sparse? There's not a lot of trees at this point. No, no, it's quite tall, open. Yeah, it's quite open. It was shrubbery, tall grasses, but not not a lot of trees. Yeah, have, I, entered, have I been through the the meadows? Yeah, before? I've been through Myriad before. Yeah. Um, is there like a centrally kind of 
any particular what's the word like high ground nah, like, uh, like landmark yeah that's the word there's a spot they're sort of on your map of of Rapa, that spot where those two trails kind of split there mm-hmm. those are like roads so there is kind of a, a triangle there where the three roads split i mean yeah. that's a relatively central point of myriad hmm. meadow and we are currently on the red path yes very we close to yeah did we deviate from the red if path? You, did you follow the desecrated Gore. ground? Yeah, so you're like, you're not exactly on the red path, but you're close by it. Yeah, and still heading towards yep, that. Yep, still heading towards. All right. Riding a little further. Eyes, eyes out. Yeah. And Orba is sort of trying her best to push some of those feelings aside. You find that the longer you travel along the desecrated ground, the more difficult it becomes to keep those thoughts from invading your mind. And just like those visions that you had before you laid down to rest that one night, there's these kind of threads that seem to hasten by, little thoughts, little things that sort of itch at the back of your brain, memories that were not your own. You feel that you could kind of reach out with your mind and maybe latch on to some of these threads just as before as they kind of little threads, ethereal, whipping, wisping by. You might not be able to grab onto all of them, but maybe one. Quickly, such disarray between all of the threads. You hear whispering in your head of lost souls, wandering spirits, And you focus as much as you can. And the whispering, these sort of gentle sighs, travel across your ears. And it almost feels like the whispering and the voices are elucidating you on what powers are within reach that you could pull from these threads. You hear one that goes by. A thread of vitality. Another one thread of the arcane and another one a thread of the mind and you feel that if you focused you could reach out and catch one of these threads if you try Sorry. oh my god <laughs> you hear that voice yeah. <laughs> I was just feeling like a little taste of wanting to be Stronger, and she reaches for the vitality. Reach for the vitality. And you're not physically reaching for it, but kind of with your mind, you snatch it. And all those whispers kind of get louder a little bit. And then quiet. And the desecrated ground, as the rest of the party is traveling along, you look to your left and your right along the ground, and the teeth and the bone are kind of rattling, moving slowly along the ground. Seeing that, I'm going to have my hand too? on my weapon. Sure. What? We see that as well. Yeah, yeah you see it. Mm. it. Just like little trickling bone and things. And, and they're moving not toward you, but like forward, like along this desecrated trail path. What problem? Hold. And Azorba snatches onto that thread of vitality. What is your hit dice total? Zero right now. No, no, no. What, what's oh, your no. maximum hit dice? Uh, 30. Not the number of Oh, the actual just number of die. Jesus, sorry. Five. Five D what? Five D six. Great. (laughs) That's what I was looking for. Sorry. Total hit dice. Here we go. 
Um, roll your uh, hit dice. Roll 5d6. Five 5d6. Five oh, oh my god, she gets healed. Already. Adding it all? Yep. Six. Yeah. 7, 11, 15, and 18. You gain 18 temporary hit points. Oh, sweet <gasps> Jesus, thank you. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> I need you to pick three damage types. Oh no. Son of a bitch. Just no context. Just pick three damage types? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Do it. We're gonna go for another context. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. We're gonna go that for means there's piercing. no way to pick wrong. <laughs> We're gonna go for I know, but <laughs> ice. Cold. Cold, sorry. No, specifically ice. And then Oh god, I might I might make a bold move here, guys. Um, Something dumb. Might make a bold move. <laughs> and everyone on their horse is like <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Is it good for bad stuff? Um, I'm just vibrating. Uh, or about what do you need? Oh god. And she's going to She's going to do She's going to do necrotic. Necrotic. Oh. Oh my god. You're resistant to those things. Oh. <laughs> As you feel kind of a, a shield of energy the the undead oh cradling you. Yes. See, Ghost Queen. See. You feel resistant to those three types in addition to the fire resistance. Wow. <coughs> wow. See? I need I'm you to pick very two proud of you. conditions that are not incapacitated, unconscious, or exhausted. Okay, hold on. Or dead. Down. Piercing. <laughs> I choose necrotic cold and necrotic. cold. Okay. Piercing, necrotic, and cold. You are resistant to this. And I'm condition. picking two conditions, conditions that are not like being knocked out. So blinded, charmed, okay. deafened, uh, frightened, grappled. No. Invisible, uh, invisible zone, uh, paralyzed, petrified. Okay. Feeling now that she has that kind of extra vigor, she's gonna follow this pattern and pray to Kuzmi. No, that's real. Don't do that. Um, she's going to. Pick, <laughs> he strikes you down. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't. She's gonna pick uh, frightened, frightened and grappled. Grappled. You are immune to both of those. Oh my god. Oh. All of this until you finish a short or long yes. rest here. Can we get some? Yeah, no. No. <laughs> Orba feels herself pulling no. at these threads, feeling no. the strength. And every time you kind of pull at it, again, it has that feeling of necessity, but not a good feeling. Like you're you're drawing on something else's energy to bolster yourself out of out of need. Do we notice a change in Orba at all? Or? You can see her with her eyes closed, kind of quietly. Like, she's not doing anything kind of particularly on that. Orba, is everything all right? Yes, we're fine. Continue. Focused. Focused. Okay. I'm gonna... Something stirs within this tiefling. Well, yeah. These grounds <laughs> are an abomination, Graven. We must cleanse them. Yes. Everything we do now is a bargain. A transaction. No faith, only a pledge. I place my efforts elsewhere, but that does not mean you cannot be useful. I ask you in this moment not to do for me 
but to do what is right. Cleanse this earth with radiant light, and blessings I shall give to you and yours. Even to a mortal of waning convictions, this must resonate as fair. It will be done. Okay. Do it before she draws its energy. Orvis kind of still oh. pulling at those. Do we notice anything with Graven or just a quietness? Just, quiet. just as kind of should we keep moving? Okay. Should we be ready, Orva? How close are we? Do you have a sense? Uh, you don't have a sense. Yeah. Yeah. And again, you're still kind of you haven't you, the temp HP has been granted to you, and now you're still kind of pulling at those thread resistances and the condition resistances, you're trying to focus all of that energy in among yourself. Now, Graven or never, decide. I will try. Finally, Orba finishes. And the horses have still been, like, very slowly. And finally, as Orba opens her eyes, the teeth and bone come to a stop. Kind of what the hell was that? Um, anybody know what that... I'm looking Sabrina's around, like, frankly. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm staring, like, all directions, oh, trying to no. figure out. It's very still, it's very quiet. You hear kind of a low grumbling the beginnings of a storm in the distance. But that, That's not like some kind of undead avalanche, is it? No. So, we're fine, Safira. We're okay. Okay. That was me. This is what? That was me. Okay, is that a good thing? Or is that a not a good thing? Is that, uh, what from kind what of I, thing is that? From what I'm feeling, it, it feels right. Uh, uh. This place is potent. Even my god has his eyes on it now. What? He... What? Huh? It's the grounds. Are you, what? Okay. Can we, we keep moving to, through yes, them then? Yes, we will cleanse it. Okay, yeah. What? We will cleanse this ground. Is that not what we will do? Well, I thought... What does cleansing exactly entail? Is that just killing the monster? Ooh, doesn't cleansing mean just getting rid of the ground? The, the, the bodies and stuff? Is that not what you want? To defeat whatever is here? Um, uh, not, not, no. Does, is it a problem? I need, I, I need this. We will lay it low, right? I need this. You need, like, what? indefinitely? I need the grounds. The grounds stay intact, you mean? While we yes. this fight? What about afterwards? I mean... Right. We can lay the ground to rest afterwards. Okay. I mean, that feels... That's fine with me. More special undead magic. I was just going to say, if it's offering protection, then absolutely we leave it. It is. We can destroy it later, right? Is that a problem? We will take it, this creature on. Isn't the point destroying the undead guy? Yes. Okay. That is what I'm saying. <clears throat> Are you okay, Graven? Yes. Is the voice talking to you? Let's keep moving. We need to be focused. 
the hills start to flatten out. And it feels like it should come as a relief. No more kind of tilting back or leaning forward in the saddle as you move up and down the hills. Better sight lines and sprawling fields that would glisten golden green on a brighter day. The air, however, seems thin, like you're getting less breath with your inhalations. A feeling more appropriate to like high mountain tops, yeah, than to low valleys. The sky groans, and finally, it gives in to the in- inevitable. You see it approaching before it gets to you, a blanket of rain that comes down hard and no. fast. Like thousands of tiny little oh. flickings across your exposed skin. Yeah, great. The impact on those wearing leather armor, it creates this kind of din of little pops and taps as you just hear the rain kind of echoing on it. It's quite kind of loud as it's bouncing off your shoulders. And for those with hair, it becomes a constant struggle to sort of unstick strands that are stray across your face and eyes, water running down your forehead. (coughs) The clouds at this point are close to black. And at a spot in the distance are not only opaque clouds, but clouds that stretch down to Mm -hmm, the earth. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A great, slowly Mm -hmm. swirling funnel, Mm -hmm. like a tornado caught in time, grinding to a halt. On the ground around you, the scattered teeth and bone have been joined by new, osseous-looking fragments, bunched into clusters, sharp and spherical. They're barnacles, and they lead directly into the eye of the storm. And that is where we are. Oh, no! Like this! As we see the impending storm getting closer. We're like, uh, no. Nay! Uh, that looks bad. (laughs) As we anticipate what might be coming forth as the storm, as we get closer to the storm, the storm gets closer to us. That is where we're going to TPK. Oh my god! Orba imbued with some powers of the dead that she did not know were available to her, but now that they are. I feel so dirty! (laughs) (laughs) You need to take a bath! Take it! Into the filth! Into the filth, yes. Into (laughs) the filth! What are you doing? What are you doing? We're going to take a quick take 15. We're going to take a quick 15. We'll come yes. back and we will truly dive into the storm and see what awaits us. Oh, All right. No. Uh, actually, I think I'm going to shout out now because I need to do some fucking prep while we're on intermission. <laughs> oh, that's okay. okay. Yep. All right. Here we go. Please. Thank you for the, the, for the permission. Sounds. Yeah, I do like this as well. Yeah, it's very soothing, actually. Uh, All right. Just... Yeah, I feel great. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> so I soothing. won't forget crazy about you. Um, all right, so we got rich, Wretched Troglodyte Man resubscribed for two months. Mr. Jingleheimer did 100 bits. Jack Rabbit Power did 500 bits. Wretched Troglodyte Man did 200 bits. Crazy Loach gifted a sub to John Rajon. Oh, name <laughs> and shame. Name and John. Shame. Magic Malachi subscribed with uh, Hartman underscore resubscribed for three months. Snapping Cobra did a bit. Snapping Cobra did another bit. Drew 0583 resubscribed for two months. Have Maniac did 14 months. Thank you so much. Uh, oops, sorry. England in US did four months. Uh, Jeremiah resubscribed. Snapping Cobra did a bit. Wow. Mr. Squiggles did 100 bits. Sammy Cobra did one bit. Scorpion, I'll, oh, jeez, every time. <laughs> Scorpina, Gillespie, community, oh. five subs. I'm so we'll sorry. <laughs> so sorry for that one. Jack Rabbit Power did 500 bits. Sammy Cobra did 100 bits. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We hope you're enjoying. We'll be right back after a short break. See what we got in store. We've got Keen with us. How dare you? Come back. Watch us all die. All right, everybody. We'll be right back. Goodbye. 
Tabletop Notch is made possible through the support of fellow adventurers like you. I would strongly suggest that you please subscribe to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash tabletopnotch. Did you know you can also do this for free if you have an Amazon Prime account? You may also follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Tabletop Notch for updates, announcements, and moments of supreme embarrassment. If you miss an episode, venture to our YouTube channel for recaps of previous chapters. But for now, let's find out what happens next. Welcome back. Oh, excuse me. Everybody. No, it's no. To chapter nine of season two of A Peek Beneath the Veil. Thank you so much for joining us. Anything before we dive in, Jordan? Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so sorry. Uh, literally, in the heart of the storm. Um, yeah, we can take our time with this, right? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just the, do it slowly. The, everyone's like, it's fine. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's that slow, it's the, the... We'll get there eventually. <laughs> right on, Minister. Uh, oh, yeah, thank you. Uh, Apostles, resubscribe for three months. Thank you so much. Crazy Locha did 100 bits. Crazy Locha gifted a month sub. Crazy Locha gave out 10 community subs. Crazy Locha, settle down. Sit down. Stop it. And then Snappy Cobra did 100 bitties. Thank you guys so, so very much. He's already sitting down. He can't sit down any farther. (laughs) (laughs) Deep cut. I like that. All right. So you guys get to what you assume is the sort of heart of Myriad Meadow. You're seeing, oh yeah, you're seeing <laughs> oh, yeah. that uh, that swirling sort of dark cloud tornado formation in the distance, very slowly rotating in its kind of black pillar on the horizon. The rain has started to open up, pouring down, dripping down your faces. You can hear the horses kind of, kind of moving along, shaking their heads to get the water out of their eyes. Well, I think we're in the right spot. Orba. Yeah. Remember that I can't heal you only by sight, only by touch. So, stay close if you can. Uh, yeah, I will do. I'll do my best. Also, just letting you know, I don't have access to my healing spirit thing. I'm sorry. I don't have the energy. Apologize. It's okay. We'll use what we have. Um, got to be careful. Uh, it- I'm gonna. I'm gonna use the urn. I'm gonna use it. Okay. She's quick, gonna dismount go really quick, and I'm gonna help clean me down to like, because I know she doesn't know how to use the urn, yeah. so I'll walk Take her through. A moment. Hop off the horse. So, go ahead and read it. So yes. we. Uh... All right, using one. Oh, ooh, it hurts. It hurts my body. Um, this urn. Know, this is the time. Uh, so this this urn is um, is going to allow you to. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I, like I was thinking about that. it, I did, I did but like I'm gonna that. be nice. Okay, so uh, we're gonna whiff this urn. And it's gonna create it's like papers. A it's like yeah. a huffing thing. It's like a thing. And yes. uh, let's see. It's like a smelling salt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you have it for about a minute. And the next successful attack roll you have does maximum damage. So they wear off, this benefit wears off after an hour. Okay, great. Or three unsuccessful attacks. So if you miss three times. <laughs> or if you're like okay. me and you do it miss three times, then you don't. It's get happened. Okay. So everyone make happened. a note that you have the burn benefit. Great. If we make it it's, ten minutes over this, so night. I'm just it would just How max. How long do we have to huff for? Right. How long no, do we a huff? minute. Oh, okay, okay. Sit around. Yeah. Um, Graven. So, someone sort of holds a cloak over as Orba lights the urn, and the fumes begin to. As we as we whiff. Uh, Should we have a plan? 
I mean, other than attacking one thing at a time, I say we go for the barnacle thing first. If we all have sight of it, we all attack him. And we hope we go for him first, and anything else that comes after it, we focus our attacks one at a time. I might need someone on crowd control if it comes to that. Uh, I think I don't have much ability to do that, do you? Given the uh, given the politics of how this creature kind of contacted me, I think he's mine. Okay. What does that mean, though, for us tactically? Tactically, I imagine that. He will have friends like he did at Blom's. We've encountered this creature before. Perhaps we just go for the friends and you go for the guy. Keep undead away from me. Okay. And I handle it. Okay. Um, Graven, she's going to pull out both gibbering Mather dregs. Oh, yes. These are... An arcana check. Ooh. Oh, Kaimi. <laughs> oh, Kaimi! Sick. Sick. In your time no. working for the University of Dillison, you feel like you've heard that gibbering mouther dregs, yeah. but you don't know what they do. It's sort of yeah. this pile of kind of pinkish goo that she she has in a jar, I think. Mm-hmm. Two jars. You know what to do with these. I hope it doesn't come to that, but I guess we should be ready if someone dies. Well, and please be careful, please. I will. Reminder to not. Use that energy on me today, Craven. What energy? What is she talking about? Did not work. No. Why are we speaking in codes? I, in my f- current state, I. If I die, I'm gone. What? We we have talked about. This. We've discussed this. I forgot the solution. I forgot. That's yeah, right. But you know what? The, the really easy it's solution is just, you know, sake. don't let me die. I focus. Really... Okay. Focus. That's, that's, okay. I, for, I, yeah, yeah, we yeah. We go into this like we have to every other battle. And so, the and like you said, Orba, you're going to handle the guy with the barnacles, and we just keep everything away from you, and you stay as far away as you possibly can from him, please? Well, that is not how it works. She does not stay far away from well, him. Well, uh, sure, but I'm saying she stays as safe as she can. Our job is to keep the rest of the undead, the whatever his henchmen are, away from her, right? Can we agree on that? Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, if me. Graven needs to find me... There's a lot of information coming at you all at once. It's okay. Graven can't see me right now. It's a thing. Shout Benji. No. I might be unconscious, Just is keep what I'm saying. Giving me updates as to her location. I will let you know if anything is looking dire. Okay? Does, does the rain help at all? Do I see where there's rain? Oh, oh my god! It does. It's not like a perfect outline, but you can see raindrops that kind of split in midair, kind of. And like a patch of ground that maybe is... Yeah, like if she's if it, if she's close, you can identify that. At a distance, the sort of splitting, it's hard to see that through the heavy rain. But within 20... Yeah, if, if you were reasonably close, you can see the raindrops kind of yeah. splattering off an invisible sort of... Yes. If she gets much more than 15, 20 feet away from me, call her out, please. Okay, I will. Um, having said all of this, uh, I have a couple of things that I need to kind of prepare. Okay. Any... Anything anybody else needs to do, this is our this is our moment. <laughs> I mean, are you talking? Are you talking about like ten minutes? Talk- uh, no, I'm gonna cast just like a couple quick spells. Okay, I'm. Just, we're still on our horses at this point. Yeah. 
You oh. got off to oh. use the urn, okay. so you're like crouched by the horse. Should we? I, I think we should probably tie up our horses and go the rest of the way on foot. Good idea. Okay. Uh, Orb is also going to put the healing potions that she has left. She's going to kind of disperse them. Okay. It's the last of our healing potions. Please use them, obviously, with some discretion. What do you hand okay. out specifically? Um, I'm yeah. going to hand out one healing potion each. Okay. okay. She gives you a healing potion. You can write that down, then you have that. Oh my goodness. We can overburden what our horse slot while does just that... standing there. Yeah, well, How much? That takes up one slot, right? Yep. Yes. Mm. I guess I'll leave my urn behind. I don't need that. I think there is pages in the back, too. Great. You can write them anywhere you want. <laughs> I think there's lined paper in the back. Yeah, you can write them. It doesn't matter to me. Can I throw some quick paints on to like match myself to the gray oh, tornado? Yeah. Great. Love One that. more thing, and I'm overburdened. Okay. I'll and be ready. slowly, the vapor is kind of getting thinner and thinner as you finish up the invigoration. And do I have a sense of like what time it is, even though the weather is clearly like? Yeah, it's probably like five-ish. There's no Orland. I I don't know how long I'm going to feel as bolstered as I feel at the moment. Are we comfortable? I think this is our best shot. This is the time. Yes, I sign up for this. You're right, kid. We'll straighten you out, Kaimi. We'll be fine. Promise. <clears throat> Shirtland was here. Okay. Um. Here we go. Here we go. Let's find a spot. There isn't like a. You know, forestation really, but you find a spot near some tall grass and bushes to kind of loop the horse leads around, make sure that they don't wander off kind of in the rain here, gather your supplies. Start to head toward that swirling, clouded pillar in the distance. You get closer, closer. Rain gets heavier. And the storm seems to increase in its intensity. Some thunder starts to roll more frequently, heavier upon you. You get within 30, 40 feet of this black cloud funnel, once again slowly kind of rotating in place, and from a distance it was hard to gauge its size, but this thing's got to be at least 80 feet across, and it's a large kind of pillar funnel, whatever it kind of looks like. Obscuring whatever is in the middle. Yes, it is completely, it's a black, opaque kind of mist that's swirling through. You get close enough that you could reach out and touch it. Together. Together. All at once. Give me a moment. Norb is going to take a second, look down at her palm, at her tattoo, and she's going to cast Mage Armor. Amrodigum! And then she's gonna take an extra second, make sure it feels right, and then distort mage armor. <laughs> Turns from like a shimmering blue to kind of a purple. <laughs> and you can see the raindrops hit the mage armor, and it like it, it makes like help? small ripples. The he can't see the light. Damn it! It makes like small ripples in the mage armor. I'm talking about. You can read the distort mage armor if you like. Sure. It's not something we've used a lot. All right, so I get mage armor, but then the duration becomes one hour, and the target's base AC becomes 13 plus their strength modifier rather than their dexterity modifier. So now my AC is 13 plus 
three, so I have a 16 AC oh, rather than an 11. Crazy. There we go. Oh. What did I just say? Three, what? Hold on. 13. How does my ring affect this? Your, your ring of protection? Yeah. Your ring of protection works. Is that it on? magical item. Okay, so it's 13 plus four then. Wow. 17. AC of 17. That's Feel great. The strength of the distorted mage armor swirling around you. Raven will take out his half, uh, <laughs> half his knee so that it just jostles outside there. And Kimi looking around like this sort of dawning on her <laughs> what she might be in for. And Where's yet my at, magical item? <laughs> and yet at the same time sort of feeling that maybe that resolve pushing you forward that like this could be it. You could finally be rid of that, just that never-ending incessant voice in your head that has mm-hmm. dr- not only driven you crazy but made it difficult to do your job, perform yeah. your duties. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a sort of lingering madness about you. So you press on. You step into a kind of all at once looking to each other. You step into that black mist. It feels like as you step into it, almost like you're walking on the ocean floor, but you can still breathe in the air. It has like liquid properties mm-hmm. that you can take a step and it's slow. Well, I hate that. And for a moment. Someone kind of, someone like hops ever so slightly, and it's like slow, like you kind of fall back down to the ground. Wait, that's kind of funny. (laughs) And you move forward through the mist. Another couple of steps. The concentrated feeling of the mist subsides. So it seemed like that thick, liquid feeling was only for this Mm. sort of exterior wall of the black funnel. In the back of your mind, you feel like you were almost hoping for a hurricane-like atmosphere where the center is relatively calm, the eye of the storm. (laughs) But you get no such respite. The rain and the winds are just as vigorous. Bolts of lightning are flickering in the black mist. You see light kind of flashing. The only difference from the meadow outside the mist is that the ground, while sturdy beneath your feet, is flat and solid black. Yet also kind of hazy and unfocused. It's not uh, shiny like obsidian. It looks like if you had bad eyesight and you were looking at charcoal, it's kind of fuzzy, it's but still solid, solid. right? Yes, like def- okay, so if definitely I was doing a stomp, I wouldn't fall no, into an abyss. Definitely okay. still solid beneath your feet. It just doesn't have like a crisp quality to it. It's like a little hazy. Oh, weird. Graven looks to his left, sees Gaimi, looks mm-hmm. to his right, he sees Safira. And he sees Orba to his right. <gasps> oh! This swirling storm breaking down whatever that barrier was that you weren't <gasps> able to see Orba in her Reaper form. And for the first time, you lay eyes upon Orba, who looks mostly the same, her eyes kind of flickering with a slightly different color. And you're able to see her. I, Graven's eyes, like, meet, see her, and, and go wide and with recognition. I was not looking at you. Orba. What? Right into your eyes. Safira and Kaimi take another step forward as Graven and Orba lock eyes. The terrain is not just a curiosity to you, but to an elven man of about 30 who's kneeling right at about the center of this area. He's got a furrowed brow and he's touching the ground, unsure what to make of it, and he lets the rain fall down over his eyes and down his chin. In contrast to the many laborers that you've passed by in the northern Stout Hills, this man is visibly armed and armored, 
some ring mail over a tunic, and he has a long sword that he uses one hand. He's like pressing down on it so that when he squats down, it's not dragging against the ground. And he seems to just kind of be examining the ground. He seems confused as to his presence. He's looking around, sort of I'm utterly in slowly walk up to him and place You're pretty it. far from him. You're, you're probably like 40, 50 feet from him. Yeah, but you can approach him if you'd like. I'll sort of slow. I want to, before I approach him, I want to check sort of my... Give me a perception check. Peripheral vision, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck off. Um, <laughs> I perceive nothing. Five. Yeah, with the storm <laughs> swirling in the sort of dark, clouded air, nothing to perceive. But before you get to him, he just turns and he sees some people kind of emerging from the mist. In Elvish, I'm going to kind of say, Hi, friend, I don't think you want to be here. This is not a safe place. Vera, you don't know what or who that is. Stop. I don't know what to do. I, I don't want him to get caught in the middle. He raises his hand in a kind of wave. Not a man that you recognize, and the confusion that you see on his face, it looks like he was kind of passing through here, possibly, and in, in is sort of investigating this phenomena as he looks around the area, utterly in disbelief at what he's seeing, the sort of odd form, natural formation that he's wandered into. And the moment that he sort of raises his arm to wave, sort of cordial, friendly wave, there's a booming crack of thunder. <laughs> Makes everyone's heart kind of skip a beat. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> it sounds that crack that the storm is just over your back shoulder, and a tendril of black cloud comes spiraling down with frightening speed at the center of this area. And in half a second, it wraps around the man's arm that he's waving to you with no. a sort of friendly face. And it seems to be pulling at his arm and his eyes kind of go wide. He's straining down on it as hard as he can. And he's sort of pulling and pulling and pulling and it gets sort of more intense. You can see the sort of vessels in his face and his eyes as he continues to pull. Can I, how far away is he from him? 50 feet. Can I try to shoot a sacred flame targeting his arm, like targeting him okay. at his arm. Uh, sure. Sorry, how far away? 50, 50 feet? Yeah, 60 yeah. feet. Uh, so it's a saving? dexterity saving throw. Uh, 16. That's safe. A little blast of radiant light goes out, but it's a little too slow, and the pulling continues on his arm, and finally his eyes just kind of go pained wide, as if he can sort of feel something coming. You're not sure if it's your mind filling in the blanks or if it actually makes a sound. But right at the elbow, mm. his skin begins to split, Ugh. exposing the muscle underneath. Ugh. And his entire forearm, oh. the palm and the fingers are degloved <laughs> in one swoop. Oh. And he lets loose sort of a a great wail of pain before the tendril kind of thickens and it swirls down his torso and his feet. And I'm going to try to get him again. I'm going to uh, targeting him in the face at sure. this point, uh, trying to kill him. With disadvantage here. Yeah, I mean, six. He fails. Okay. So, 2d8. Uh, Although, I will say, if you're getting skinned alive and then it's like, oh, don't worry, I'll light you on fire. Um, make this it's radiant. 14. Oh, I 14 radiant damage. <laughs> This blast of radiant energy goes out, and for a moment the darkness kind of slows, but it's not enough. And it swallows him up, another sort of column of black mist here. And there's a pause as you look to where the elf once stood. 
and very calmly and deliberately emerging from the mist is a towering skeletal figure, loose in the jaw and dotted with barnacles from head to toe. And he's, they're sort of sticking to his bones and his heavy plate armor. He has three blades that at first look like they're fitted into scabbards strapped to his back, but they're actually just stuck into his shoulder where they rest along his clavicle. Previously, when you saw his visage in the mist, back within the Stout Hill Corridor, he was colored only by the blood-red tint of the fog. But now that you look at his kind of pupilless eyes in physical form, they're almost like strangely prismatic, like little pearls when they catch the light, shifting between different hues. And he... One foot at a time emerges from that pillar in the center. And as soon as he's fully emerged from it, it kind of swirls back up into the clouds. And he fixates immediately on Orba. And once again, he opens his mouth and the sensation that you felt before, you hear like a hissing and a crackling, but Orba hears words in her head. It seems to sort of directly be communicating with Orba. You have come. You flee. No more. In Infernal, or was under her breath, just gonna say, Are you ready to kneel? It is time. You are a bridge between life and death. I have crossed that bridge to meet you now. And I believe it is tradition, jaw crackles, among the living, to formally declare a duel by throwing down a gauntlet. And he takes out the skin of the man's D-glove kind of hand oh, and hangs kind of limp. And like a wet kind of towel, it sticks to the ground at his feet. Do you accept? And Orba's gonna weirdly take out her spell book that's usually like attached to her belt. Mm-hmm. She's gonna hold it out. And she's gonna drop it. <laughs> Lands like un- like almost impossibly heavy, perfectly flat, <gasps> onto the ground. A little bit of dust kicks up. <gasps> so be it. Can we hold actions? Sure. Yeah, I'll be holding. Waiting for her to make a move, I'll hold another sacred flame okay. at it. Yeah, I'll hold wild ordinance. Okay. You I'll can hold, hold a magic missile. No, sure, you can. Yeah, yes, okay, you I'll can hold, hold a spell. Um, sorry, the urn is only for attack rolls, right? Not. I was about saving. to ask. Yes. Not okay. my You're my rating damage thing didn't roll. Nope, just attack rolls. Yep. Attack rolls. Okay. Yeah. Reba's got scythe of extinction ready. He holds out his fingers. And the bones crackle loudly, even through the rain. You can hear that clacking. And he starts to pull his arms up. And the ground beneath your feet starts to shake. The ground beneath your feet begins to crack. The storm rages and columns of black stone 
erupt from the ground, setting at different heights these pillars of basalt. I need everybody to give me dexterity saving throws. Oh, just get right down to it, huh? Uh, except for Orba, sorry. Oh, excuse oh. me. That's great. 16. Dexterity save? Yep. 18. 22. 22. Oh. The pillars rise, and the three of you, all sort of holding your action, quickly adjust, and you start, you like grab onto one of the pillars so it. You sort of rise with it instead of kind of getting out of the way or getting pushed back by it. And as you're holding onto it, the rain continues to fall and it's slick on this surface. You can tell that the, the sort of stone or whatever substance that you're holding onto is sort of difficult to find purchase with your fingers, but you grip as tight as you possibly can as you continue to rise. Here we go! Oh my ah! god! Oh yeah. It's oh no. It's gonna be. Difficult. How you do it? And it's a you secret good? battle this is map. Like the finale of Avatar: The Last. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh. You've got to be kidding. That is sick. No. This is not a big area. This is not sick. I rate right, this is zero feet? out of time. I'm terrified. Are those five? This is terrifying. Five feet? Oh my god. Okay. They're ten feet. No, they're five feet. They're five. Wait, each one of the little ones. Like a square is oh, five okay. by the five width, feet. Yeah. Yeah. It's only like what sixty all the way across. Oh my like God. the yeah, it's, it's like a wrestling ring. Yeah, it is. So as the terrain continues to rise, Orba is kind of pulled into the center, and she rises at like an equal and perfectly balanced with the skeletal figure across from her. Hate this. Hate this so much. <laughs> oh, oh baby, let's go. We're going. As you set Whether up, we let want me know if or not. Kind of Here we go. Strap in. What's happening? Uh, what? Uh, scythe. Uh, scythe of extinction. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So as she like feels the ground moving underneath her, she's gonna waste no time and she's gonna go. And she's gonna pull at the strands of this world and just start emanating this giant war scythe, and then hold it straight up in the air and slam it down right in front of her. <laughs> Rain continues to rise. So it even gives a big. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's true. So uh, I'm gonna actually. All right. So what am I doing? Um, is the is this working? Okay? Yes, I, I plugged the thing in. So hold on. Now I'm in a different seat, and it's gonna. Excellent. Me. Yes. Oh. It's okay if it has kind of a side view at the moment. Okay. Because. I can also zoom. Oh my god. Back up. <laughs> see them as well on the other camera on that side there you can see them so you were able to kind of hold on to the pillars instead of being kind of knocked back to the back side so you can see that you're gonna have to kind of climb to get a good view you can sometimes if you have the right vantage point you might be able to kind of shoot an arrow or a crossbow bolt or a spell kind of over the top there and uh, as the platform finally kind of settles into place that's where I need everybody to roll initiative for. Mm-hmm. Can I get a concentration marker for myself okay. well, so I don't forget that the Here we go. Here we go. Oh my god. Remember that you have a Jesus Christ. Right. Oh, natural 20! So. Like, uh, uh, oh. yeah. yep. uh, 20. Wow. You got a 20 as well? 20. Nice! Ooh. <laughs> well. 19. 12. 19. Sunken King is 16. Sunken King. Sunken King. All right, Sunken so. King. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, so Orban and you were tied, and then it was Graven. Uh, dexterity modifier. That 
or you guys can decide. Players can decide. Uh, I'm happy to do uh, dexterity. Since she modifier. didn't do anything, I didn't get my flame off. <clears throat> um, you set the trigger as if Orba does something. Yeah. Wait, she made the sight. She didn't attack him. But I said a very vague. <laughs> That's what you get for no, setting no. vague circumstances. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, we'll go by dexterity modifier. So uh, okay. four, zero. Great. So Kaim is before Orba. So what's the order there? So it's Kaimi, Orba, Grave, and Sunken King Sephira. If you're terrified, I can also go first. But whatever you want. I am terrified. It's okay. I am shitting my pants. There's no one <laughs> oh, to be right clear. Now, so we're gonna all go after the king. Yeah. Okay. For now. <laughs> Who knows? Okay. All right, you see the two of them standing off in that sort of central pillar, just the two of them, and you can immediately tell that the Sunken King's kind of reaching for one of the swords that's embedded in his shoulder, and at the same time, his other hand kind of swirling tendrils of arcane energy like he might be prepping to cast a spell as well. So that's what you see. You've risen there. <laughs> you are at a vantage point where it's difficult to get a shot. Like, it would be better to climb up, although huh. climbing up, you do risk slipping and falling, falling so, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. you can either take a difficult shot or you can climb or get closer or however you want to do. Now, if we are right next to one that goes up right in front of us, is that just kind of a like, tough terrain versus having to make a save? You, It's not a save. It's a If it's that uh, small of a jump, yeah. it's like a, a pretty easy okay. athletics or acrobatics check okay. to, to get up. But like but the, if Amy's trying to cross that. that yeah. Harder, oh, if you have just to jump or cross. Yeah. yeah. Because it's uh, the rock is also very slippery. It's very wet, sort of a smooth yeah. stone surface. You're so welcome to use this. <clears throat> yeah. So we need to point. All I, right. I'm gonna stay where I am okay. and try just try to do a missile. Okay. Great. <laughs> Summoning the energy. Get between two of the pillars. There, you're able to just peek between the pillars and see your target. And Magic Missile, very unique in its properties, it can't miss as long as you can see the target. So, nice. a couple of missiles go flying out. Go ahead and roll damage for okay. the missiles. Oh, this guy's gonna be such so. a <laughs> <laughs> What is this thing? So gonna take like the, so much. Oh, okay, yep. we got it. That's a two. But how many do you get? One plus one. Uh, yeah, but it's three missiles, so you get to fire three. Oh. You get to, here, you get to roll all three. Ah. One more and then three. But you add one to each yep. of those, I think. Add so one to each. Add three, those all together two, plus three. Five. Eight. Eight. Great. Eight force go. damage. Good start. Good start. This little missile, it like circles around one of the pillars, and it, as he's reaching for the sword, it kind of hits him in the side of the head there. Another one hits him in the chest. Another one. All right. Any movement or anything? You're trying to get closer. You're trying to stay where you are. Um, I'm gonna stay where I am right now, but okay. I'm gonna fist pump. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you're raising the morale of your yes. team. Okay. Uh, Orba. Five. All right. Orba's gonna have get. Have the summoned. I'm gonna actually even put this out here as the summon scythe. Oh, okay. Um, she is going to get within ten feet because the scythe oh scythe has reach, and. She's gonna do like a over the head, over to the left side swing, right hitting like hitting right on his hip, on okay. the right side of his hip. Make an attack. All right. Come on. Ten plus fifteen to hit. Fifteen to hit. Uh, I think that misses. No shit. Uh, let me check. Oh. Oh, it's okay. I'm just gonna. Right, profusely over here <laughs> as you do that. Cheat. 
Yes, that misses. Oh. Okay. Um, that's one miss for your urn. Yep, that's one miss for the oh, urn. Oh, good. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, did she get max damage? Oh, wait. It's not an attack it's, roll. Oh, you're right. Oh, that's you're right. Great. You're right. Magic missile is an attack. Still awesome. Okay. <laughs> yeah, magic um, great. And that's a king. Yeah. No, right. it's not. Oh, it's, it's a level one. So how many feet did she move forward? Yeah. You moved 10 feet forward. Or you wanted to be within 10 feet. Yes, you only not moved, within melee range. You only moved five feet forward. Okay. Trying to just bridge the gap. Let me... Uh, Orba's going to take as many feet back to stay on that platform, but she's going to hit the border. Scared. And then she's just going to kind of hold the scythe like diagonally in front of her. Yeah, that's my okay. turn. All right, Graven. All right, so getting up to here, I still have a good sight line if I was to stand up on there. Sure. All right, I'm going to try to get up on that Give one. me an athletics trick. Uh, uh, nine. Nine. Oh sort of get your first foot up and you slip and you, you grab onto the side to keep yourself from falling all the way. Pick yourself up. That took half your movement. Okay. But you can still attempt again if you'd I'm like. I'm going to try again. Give me another athletics trick. Uh, 24. Great. This nice. time, easily able to see where you're trying to go. Better footing this time. Find your spot there. Helic eat. And uh, shoot a sacred flame. Great. So dexterity saving throw. Dexterity saving, saving throw. There. That is a 14. Saves. Oh Saves. Oh, okay. man. Okay. I don't have any more movement. Oh, my God. And it, you just kind of <sighs> dodges out of the way of the radiant light slowly, confidently. That only took, uh, so that was half your movement to attempt, and then another five to get up there. Oh, okay. So you have ten feet of movement left. Could I try to get to the next one above you me could. to the right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Would, I, would I be still be able to kind of peek out from behind this to see him there? Um, yeah. Either over the top or over the side of it? Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll try to get up okay. on that one. Um, 11. 11. Oh, yeah, 12. Okay. <laughs> Able to peek over the top there? Yeah. Okay. Easily over the top. <laughs> <laughs> well, take him down. All right, it's the Sunken King. Sunken King, right. immediately after getting pelted by a few of those magic missiles, raises that arcane fist, sort of swirling with a colorful energy, and he yes. pumps it a few times. Oh, <sighs> oh that's AOE. And in that time, summon summons yeah. randomly. That's what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> that's what I mean. <laughs> I mean, the, the skeletons are about to rain from the sky. Oh, God, don't roll well. It's not damage, it's rolling to see no, what he's summoning. Yeah. What he summons and how much. Still, I just roll terribly, please. Mm. Yeah, just okay. suck. Whatever you're doing, suck at it. Be horrible. Yeah. Oh, he's assembling something. Oh. <laughs> Is he not sucking at it so over there? So there's a couple kind of... Uh, how dare you? The red bases are like shadowy, like ghostly creatures. And the... Blue bases are gonna be like physical, like uh, skeletal. Oh, baby! So Things you can stab. Yes. Got them. They have more of a physical form, but they're all—they all look undead. Yes, they do all look undead. Yeah. So he raises a few of those. Some just more corporeal than others. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, not my friends! Oh, freak! Oh no! 
Oh my god. So wait, the, ones with the red ones were the incorporeal ones? Yeah. Red yes. or, yeah. Red blue, sort of ghastly incorporeal. Yes. And in addition to that, yep. he's going to take a ranged spell attack. Reach. He takes the sword out. And it's a broken sword. It's sort of broken halfway down the sword. And he doesn't swing it at you. He points it, and this sort of purplish necrotic energy... Oh! Necrotic? ...ripples out from the sword. He's going to make an attack roll. Aren't you immune? Not immune. Resistance. Resistance. No immune. Uh... (laughs) 18 to hit. That hits. Okay. Damn. Resistance will help a little bit. Eight necrotic damage. Okay, so four. Ab- down to four from the resistance. Immediately, as the necrotic energy hits you, you sort of push back a little bit, but then you feel that energy that you absorb from the desecrated ground take a little bit of that energy, and some of those whispers sort of... You can hear those helpful spirits that guided you. Uh, as a bonus action... Oh my god. The only person he can see besides Orba is Graven... He takes the other hand and and the winds in this area, the oh stormy God. winds kind of I need you to make a strength saving. <gasps> Wait, is this like three fucking actions for this guy? We're level five now. Strength saving? Yep. Natural 20. Natural <gasps> 20. This torrent of air goes flying towards you and you can t- you look behind you and see the drop off <laughs> and immediately you grab onto the pillar in front and <gasps> Watch yourselves! He'll try to push us off the top! Crazy fall damage from this, couldn't we? Okay, Saphira, you're up. Okay, uh, so seeing, trying to gauge like where I, where's a strategic position. I think I'm gonna try to move if I can to get a clear shot at this guy, this one that's one of the bony guys. From where you are, I'll say you can pick at him. He would have partial cover because he's kind of behind. Is stuff. there a way I can move to that little? You'd thing? have to take a little jump. That's great. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Um. I am going to go ahead and shoot at him with partial cover for now. Okay. And I'm going to activate animus. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Uh, and what? Uh, what is the body the, of your animus? The, the body of the animus is. The, uh, the body is just the wolf. wolf. It's just a wolf with a tortoise spirit. Great. Go ahead. <laughs> that is a nine to hit. That misses. Yeah. It sort of ping, ricochets off the black pillar there. You have another... Ah, oh, yes, attack. I would like to try again. That is a dirty 20. There we That's go. Okay. Uh, so I'm just rolling normal damage now. Okay. And it's not already injured, yes. I'm assuming. That's 11. Wait, it's uh, it's max roll, right? What? Oh, but that, that was max literally, roll. I, yeah, I literally yeah. just oh. did max roll, so well, that's 11. Congratulations. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> it is max roll. Uh, 11 damage. At least you got to use it this time. That's true. <laughs> I haven't missed so many times, I couldn't even use it. Uh, great, um, 11 damage. And now I'm there in Animus. And I've used oh, both my actions so I can. So, where... Really appears kind of up here. Yeah, nice. that's that's fine. I'll just stay there. Great. So the arrow hits the skeletal creature, sort of embedded embeds itself between a couple of its ribs, and then the arrow just kind of there's a flash of light, and then 
the wolf comes out there on the top pillar. All right. Top the line up with Kaimi. Oh. Uh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, the summoned creatures oh, are at the God. end of the initiative yeah. here. So sorry. <laughs> so the go, skeleton go, go. <laughs> feels the impact of the arrow and then immediately just <gasps> goes in with a couple attacks here with its sword. Um, okay. Two attacks. Uh, eight to I'm hit. Not, I'm having a terrible time. Eight to hit. Eight misses. And then 12 to hit. 12 misses as well. Okay. Wow. Wild swipes from the 14. skeleton. But no, the, the, isn't the wolf different? The wolf. Oh my gosh, in the wolf. Yes. My AC is still fine. I'm still uh, in the wolf right now. 14, right? 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still the same. Great. I was like, so I nice. think I have the same AC right now. Miss. <laughs> um, isn't able to find anything. And now these uh, shadows are going to go here. So immediately, one of them turns to Grave and... And you can tell that unlike the skeleton, which has a more physical grounded form, it floats across the gap that joins you in your space. Uh And it is going to make an attack roll. Fine. Yep. Great. I do not accept. In my space, huh? Hovering nearby. Uh, natural 20. Uh, oh my god. Why didn't they use warning uh, there? Five necrotic damage. Oh god. Are you okay? Yeah. And your strength score is reduced no. by two. Which means any athletics checks, any strength saving throws, all reduced by two. So this is hold on. this is how it normally goes. Hold it's on. fine. My strength score which is now 14, goes mm-hmm. to 12. Yes. And so your modifier goes down by one. The modifier goes to plus one. Yep. And what about the saving throw? It goes from two to one. Yes. Anything that, has, that uses strength as the base <laughs> goes down by one. Okay. Okay. And the other saving, like athletics sa- uh, Yes. Any checks. strength, sa- yeah. Any checks with strength, yep. Go down by one. All right. Um, and the other shadow five, can't even five, see anybody five. else, so you're going to get another attack here from the other shadow. Yep. Uh, yep, that's fine. Okay, uh, 14 to hit. Misses. Right. The other shadow, Graven, feels the strength sapping from that one and turns and immediately uses his shield not to bat it away, but like to make a wind that pushes it back so it isn't able to get you. All right, back to the top. Gaming. Ah. Right. Uh, I can do another missile, right? Yes, okay. as long as you have spell slots for it. You can yes. Can I throw a missile at the blue uh, corporeal guy? Yes, and the, the thing with magic missile, it fires three missiles, and you can divvy them up or send them all to the same target. That's up to you. Can I can I see the guy that's above Graven well enough right Give now? Give me a perception check. Uh, seven. Not targetable at the moment. He's kind of okay. behind that big pillar that's standing in between the two of you. Then I might as well, I can throw everything at that guy. You can. He's the only one I can see. Yep. Okay. So I should roll these three. Okay. And then add nine. Great. Without making an attack roll. There we go. Four, five, six, Come seven, eight. Come on, magic missile. Right. Did you add one? I only add one. Oh, each add For each one gets added one. Great. And that third missile connects, and the bones just go flying. Can I take a bonus action? Yes. Can I hide um, on 
Ooh, how does this work? <laughs> can I hide on the race? Can I hide on this guy? Bonk! Yay. Easy enough to jump down, and are you using the hide action yes. as your bonus action? Great, give me a stealth check. Against the perception of the shadow. Oh, 18. Great. So you hop down to the back one, and you slide your back down so your back's up against this sort of obsidian pillar there. Take a breath. Peek up over the top. Nothing can kind of see you. Nothing's reacting to you. So you are hidden right now. There we go. There we go. Okay. Retreat. Orba. Okay. Orba's going to look over her shoulders to see that her friends are handling the... Oh, we creatures. Oh, we're yeah. chilling. We're fine. The there's a wolf. One. There's no Kahimi. Yeah. Graven's like, ah! <laughs> sorry. You're ruining my thunder, I know. Guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, she's going to look at the uh, king and just say, big mistake. And she's going to cast Echoes of Extinction at a second level. So, see your sin. She's going to, like, dash forward within 10 feet and go for another hit, this time, like, over his shoulder and into his back. Okay. Go ahead and read that as well. Okay, so Echoes of Extinction. Make an attack with the Scythe of Extinction within 10 feet. On a hit, a projection of you appears and makes an additional attack against the target using the Scythe. The projection has the same attack modifiers but deals half damage um, until the start of my next turn. Anytime the target moves willingly or not, the projection reappears and makes another attack. Uh, I cast this at second level, so the first projection makes an additional attack. I, if, I, if I hit this. So, if you hit the projection that makes Great. two attacks with half damage, and then it will keep attacking if he moves also. Question if I hit, does the urn affect the projection's attack? No, because those are different attacks. Bummer! It's not, it's not the same attack. <laughs> Come on. 17 to hit. 17 misses. Oh my god. Do you guys AC? Oh yeah, I sure do. Higher than 17. And the, the scythe kind of glances off of the plate armor there on the sunken king. Okay. There's a little bit of hesitancy in Orba's step, but she's gonna. She's gonna get within five feet of him. Mm. Oh my god. I'd like take up some space. Right. Give me a arcana check. Okay. Mm. Uh, eleven. Eleven. Okay. You don't notice anything. God fucking damn it. Um, Graven, you're up. That was another miss. Shit. So, like, seeing over the side of the pillar that Orba is having trouble there. <clears throat> I'm gonna get a guiding bolt ready lean over and try to find it in his chest there. Oh, come on. You kind of lean through the shadow to kind of get a clear view and fire off the guiding bolt. Go ahead. Are you... <laughs> oh, God! No! Oh. And Orba watches as... Streak oh. of light goes passing over her head. Oh my god. Into the darkness on the other side. No, we're fine. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll just handle the guys that aren't the big guy, and that's the I'm strategy. Try to jump across to that one. Give me an athletic story. Oh. Come on, Graven. Let's go. 24. 24. One step, and 
a little bit steadying yourself on the top of the pillar there. Uh, this is two attacks of opportunity here. Yeah. Um, okay. uh, 11 to no. hit and 15 to hit. Miss. Okay. Spectral hands reaching out. You can feel <laughs> them kind of tickling the back of your calves there as you jump across to the other side. Okay. All right, the Sunken King. So, seeing that one of his skeletons is destroyed, reaches up one more time. It's going to summon another creature. So, as Orba, as you're watching him, you get the sense that he has no problem continuing to summon these creatures, but it is exerting a little bit of his energy. Every time he has to summon a creature, it takes the place of maybe another attack of some so uh-huh. even though you know there seems to be maybe an endless stream of summons, it does keep him from doing, other doing things. additional things. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that is that looks like a skeleton to me. Come on, you're right Ooh. by me. He's gonna summon it. Come to mind. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, it is a good one. Good one. Good one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Right here. Uh, Orba, give me another Arcana That's a natural one. Oh my god. Hard! These natural ones. Are you kidding me? Yeah. As he winds up another attack, he uses that same sort of telepathic energy to speak to you, and once again in the distance you hear those sort of screeches, whispers. (sighs) The Reapers are chosen in many ways for many different reasons. But all of them have one thing in common. A brush with death. An experience they will never let go. Whether they know it or not. Comes in with an attack. That's good. Alright, this is going to be... Deathly touch here. What's that do? Uh... 15 to hit. Misses. Great, so... There we go. Comes in with a big overhand strike, streaks of energy off his fingers, but you dodge out of the way. And as his bonus action, another torrent of air. Uh, Sephira, give me a strength saving throw. Okay, and I'm a wolf. Alright. So wait, does that miss saving throw? Just your strength modifier. Just my strength modifier, that's what I thought. That's a natural one. I, this is not. This is not according In to plan. <laughs> yeah, no shit. This is not. No the way. shit. No shit. It's not according to plan. I need you to give me a dexterity saving throw. Uh, keep I, I'm assuming from, just, yep, just my dex, my dex which is nothing it's right now. Attempt to keep yourself from falling. You have got to be kidding me. <laughs> no, 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 no. You have got to be kidding. Two natural ones. Two. Natural Right. All right. As you hit the ground there, uh, that's a 2d6 bludgeoning damage from the fall. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. Uh, you take seven bludgeoning damage from okay. the fall. Okay. I mean, remember that I am there. in I am in wild yep. ordinance, so yep. I am taking this is temp HP that I'm taking damage. We to. are. You said seven damage. Really doing our uh, seven bludgeoning. Seven bludgeoning. Yep. Okay. Fucking fuck. Sophia, you're up also. As soon as you're done. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yep. All right. Um. 
So, kind of, like, getting pushed back, I want to try to climb as close as I can to try to make a melee attack, which is now the only attack I have access to, on this guy. I, which I'm not going to make it to him, I don't think, So you turn. can circle around that I'll way. I'll use a dash action way. if I can um, to try to get as close to him as I can. Can I make a bite attack there you or also, no? No, you also have to spend. Well, I, you I fall just prone, dash. So you have to. And I have up. to make half. Yeah, okay. so you can get to here. Okay, okay, that's fine. And then I'll stay. Uh, that's yeah, all you I can do. Yeah. So the wolf kind of <sighs> hopping from pillar to pillar as it moves well, the way up. Oh, that was useless. Cool. All right. Uh, the oh skeleton that just was summoned. So it's going to take a wild kind of swing there at Graven because he can't really reach anything else. Is You're going to have partial cover for this, okay. so you're going to have plus two AC. Cool. Um, and it's going to make these two attacks. Uh, 14 to hit, Miss. and 11 to hit. Miss. Great. So nice, 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 nice. That's huge. Take, like, small measured steps back, you know, knowing the limits and not falling. Okay, the shadows are going to drift across here. That one's gonna attack you as it passes yep. through. I'll uh, do, these are both attacks. I'll do a warding flare on, on the first one. one. Them, yeah. Okay, first attack with disadvantage. Uh, seven to hit. Miss. And second attack straight up. Uh, Fifteen to hit. Miss. Nice. Graven's sort of standing on that top pillar. Shadows swirling around. Uh, my strength that got minus that doesn't hasn't affected my armor class at all. Nope. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's all dexterity yep. stuff. Okay, good, good, good. And proficiency. And all that work. I don't know what I'm saying. Go on. <laughs> okay, uh, we're, Kimi, we're back at the top. So you are hidden. So right now, any attack that you make is with advantage, as long as you stay hidden. Can I take a crossbow attack at the corporeal guy? Yes. Can I see him over Safira? Yeah. Wolf Safira? Mm-hmm. Okay, you got this, girl. So make an attack with advantage, so two dice take the higher number. I'll duck down <laughs> 19 and then plus 7. There Great. we go. That hits, so roll for damage for that. Thank God so you're So this, here. you haven't used the urn yet, so you don't even have to roll for damage. It's max damage, because I don't think you used that yet, right? Am I right? Yes, you have used missiles. So just yeah. whatever the maximum damage is. Whoa, 1d4 plus 4. So, so, so eight. 8. 1d4 plus And sneak attack? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you're high. Go ahead and read that. I have a thing for it, yeah, somewhere. Once per turn, you can deal an extra 3d6 damage to one creature you hit with an attack with a finesse or ranged weapon if you have advantage on the attack roll. Um, You don't need advantage on the attack roll if another enemy of the target is within five feet of it. That enemy isn't incapacitated, and you don't have disadvantage on the attack roll. So you did have advantage on the attack roll, so you get sneak attack damage. It does maximum damage because of the urn, so what is the total there? (laughs) Well, it's 3d6, which is 18, so plus what's the weapon damage? Oh, uh, seven. Seven damage from the weapon, so what was that, 25 damage? 25. The crossbow bolt <laughs> fires through, and it's just pieces oh. of bone just flying. Oh. To Sephira and Raven, that crossbow bolt comes out of nowhere, and the <laughs> thing explodes. Awesome. I don't know where you are, but well done. <laughs> Any movement or anything? Oh, um, you are no longer hidden. You came out to fire. I guess I'll try to hop back to where I was originally. Okay. With the that guy. Bonk. Mm-hmm. Okay, Bonk. Orba, you're up. Did have we damaged either of the two spirity guys? No. Nope. 
Alright, Orb is gonna be like staring down the king and she's gonna turn and cast Toll of the Dead on. Where's the other guy? I can't see him. I see the one right in front of Graven. The They're right next to each other. Yeah, it's like oh, just okay. on the other side. The map too, yeah. uh, oh, 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 got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. One step down. I'll do the one that's the closest in height to Graven and I'll cast Toll of the Dead. Great, can I have a remote there? Oh, yeah, of course, sorry. Uh, okay, what kind of save is that? Uh, that's a wisdom save. Great. Um, 13. Shit, what is my save now? Uh, how do I calculate the saving throw again? I'm sorry. Do you not have the second sheet with all the, uh, spelly stuff on it? That's no. a great, the spelly stuff. Spelly That's stuff. a great question. God, how do you calculate that? Um, eight proficiency intelligence. Eight, 11 plus intelligence, 15. What did you roll? Uh, less than that. Yeah. I think, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so he fails. Um, okay. So he, he has takes... not taken damage yet. Great, so he takes 1d8 necrotic. Uh, two. You're level five, aren't you? I am. Thank you. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Who do you my brain and have you me. used the urn yet? No, but this is a saving throw. You're right. It's not a time. I like Lock on. <laughs> seven. And seven, 14 oh, necrotic baby. damage. What was the total there? 14. <gasps> yes! Oh, this I was one? worried they were resistant. Yeah, it was the closer one to me, she said. Yeah. Or in height or whatever. <laughs> Nothing's close to me in height. <laughs> so did I, I just all. did I just reduce a creature to zero hit points? Yes. <gasps> okay. And yeah. I don't think Grim Harvest does anything. Once per turn when you kill one or more That's or first level. level or higher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I do have I do have fatal draw, which is great. Cast without expending a spell slot. Okay. Um, Orba doesn't want to get out of this guy's way, so she's just gonna, like, smirk a little, satisfying that she's knocked off one of his creatures and just stare him down. Okay, Craven. I'm gonna toll the dead on the mm. other one. Alright. <laughs> Wisdom save? Wisdom save. Craven could hear the. Uh, 13? Fail! I did me! Oh. 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 Even more. Oh. Yeah. oh. There he goes. Suddenly the battlefield clears goes. up. Raven's on top of this pillar just. Yes. 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 All right. Anything else? Any movement? Anything? I've been so useless. <laughs> Will not lay us low today. <laughs> Nothing. Movement or anything? Yes, okay. Alright, the sunken king looks around, sees Stop it. Or okay, actually rather, don't stop it. Yeah. That's true, actually don't Orba. stop it. Yeah. Continue. He was able to still attack you uh, once after doing this the first time, right? Yes. Uh, that may have been some kind of a Yeah. There we go. Two skeletons and one. Maybe not. Shadow. That's so many. It's okay. Well, at least the skeletons go boom. Pop, yeah, they? exactly. Although, uh, well, I can pop yeah. those too. That's great. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. can't do anything to the incorporeal Crunch. ones. I do nothing to those. Crunch. Don't you have magic okay. teeth? No. <laughs> I don't. I wish. Mouth. I wish I did have magic mouth. Uh, I have no. Summon, magic he had to mouth. summon too many to make an attack. So, but he is going to use a bonus action. Give me a strength oh saving throw. No, 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 no. Again. I'm getting one less now. Yeah, come on. <gasps> 11. Yes. 11. No. Oh, fuck. 
I don't know why I thought you, you give me a dexterity saving throw. Can I not try to catch him? <laughs> no, not in wolf form. <laughs> You're mine. Damn it! Gently. Dexterity save. Mm-hmm. This deck. 14. 14. Oh, shit. No, she's right. I was using the wrong decks, which is nothing, so that's eight. Eight. Sorry. No, it's a no. Raven, you take seven bludgeoning. Severe, you take half that from getting hit by it, so okay. three rounded I'm gonna, down. I'm going to use my... Rounded down. I haven't used the reaction this round. This is a pretty new round. Uh, yeah. You have not used Okay, reaction. I'm going to use Stone's Endurance. Absorbing <laughs> some of the damage from the fall. All of it. Right? right? It was seven damage, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Well, it was, yeah. I yeah, for you, seven damage. Reduce it right. to zero. And after toppling Graven from the pillar there... Tell me. Orba, what do you know of your mother? Orba's silent. Okay. Can we hear him? No. Okay, um, so I am going to try to bite this guy. Okay, that's going to involve a little hop there. Okay, I'm going to have to. Give me um, an acrobatics check, which in your wolf form is just plus dex. So oh. Plus dex. Oh, well, nothing. That is... That's a six, isn't it? That's not even a nine. That's a six. Great. Aren't able to get catch on there? Is there something down there? Yeah, yeah there's something there. down there. Fall down. <laughs> down to the pillar I can below, try again. Yeah, so you weren't even able to get in range for an attack. You tried to, like, leap to get close enough. You could try and kind of, like, skitter up the wall and <laughs> take a bite if I you I would want like to try to... Okay, <laughs> uh, give me an attack roll, so he's going to have kind of partial cover. Okay. Oh, my God. That's unbelievably bad. That's seven. <laughs> unbelievable. Claws on the whetstone, unable to get up. Okay. I have no... I have nothing. There's nothing else I can do. Okay. The skeletons are next. Um, one of them is going to attempt an athletics I, check. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, the roll fails. This one kind of tries to climb up and falls down. Now you see, see how it feels? The other one is going to jump <laughs> down to where it's laughing is. as a wolf. It's going to take a little bit of bludgeoning damage. Good. Uh, fall to bits. Fall, Die. But it is going to take its two attacks on your wolf form. Okay. Try it. Try me. Uh, 11 to that hit. That misses. And 15 to hit. That hits. Okay. <laughs> How much do you have left? Is both? I, I'm okay. One, I, have the, I have a lot of... Uh, six just, slashing that, I'm, I'm still okay. I'm Great. still doing fine. Um, I have 14 HP. Cheesy pizza. So, and that's all temp, so it's... Yeah. Uh, and the one shadow, I don't think he's close enough to... Ugh. Platform. Gross. All right, Kimi, you're up. Okay, I'm gonna crossbow the little blue guy who's beneath me. Make an attack roll. Okay. Ooh, because he's prone. Twenty. <gasps> what the heck? Uh, the one beneath her's not. Oh, prone. the one beneath you. You said. Yeah. Wait, was that a natural twenty? Yes. yes. Natural twenty. There we <laughs> That's go. That's good. Go ahead and roll for damage. Now you so double for a natural your die. Uh, is there someone within five feet of that skeleton? Yeah. Because yeah, he. Okay. So okay, this is gonna be another doozy. Uh, you're gonna roll. Your damage. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and Four. double Plus. that. So, so, so eight because of the critical. Now lost the modifier right there, which yep. is Four. Great. So twelve. Twelve damage. But then you're also gonna roll sneak attack damage. Which is also three D six. Three more of those. 
five, eight. I should have done three eight. of these at once. Okay. Nine. <laughs> but is that doubled? So, yep, so it's, what, 18? Oh, 18 my God. doubled, 36? No, 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 no. Nine total. Eight, so 30 total damage, because it was 12 before sneak attack. Oh, my gosh. I'm like carrying him. Yeah. I can really piss you right now. Oh my god! I was—I've been useless. Get showered with bits. I know. I've just been being showered, and there's nothing I can do. Okay. Is there whining? There's another skeleton over there for you, Crunch. And it's laying down. All right. Any movement? Any bonus action? Anything? Oh. Mm, I'm gonna stay put for now. Okay. Great. Orba, you're up. Yeah. I know. So I don't want to jump. Okay. Orb's gonna take a little bit. Oh wait, be, let me just check. You can't hide there where you're in open right. shadow. Yeah. Here. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, Orb's gonna take a little bit of a risk here, and she's gonna leave that guy's ra- uh, melee range. She's gonna okay. head toward. Oh, actually, before I do this, can I ask: Are these two uh, creatures within five feet of each other, even though they're elevated? Uh, they're within not five feet of each other. Okay, no, then never mind. I'm not five. doing that. Yeah. Um. All right, Orba's just gonna just try to getting a sense of where this guy is and how big of a threat he is. She's gonna look him like right through his soul, right through his eyes, and cast Mind Sliver. Okay. Um, so he needs to make an Intelligence saving throw. Huh. I don't know if this That's is gonna new. go very well. Go ahead and read that. Okay, so uh, you drive a disorienting spike of psychic energy into the mind of one creature mm. you can see within range. The target must succeed on in saving throw, or take one d six psychic and then subtract one d four from its next saving throw uh, before the end of my next turn. Um, it got a zero on its uh, intelligence saving throw. Oh, oh he's a dummy. Oh, low, low, low. Okay, okay, you fail. <laughs> right, so he takes just one d six psychic. Mm. That's cocked. Six. Six. There you go. Um, so he has now taken damage, finally. Uh, no, he'd been hit once before. Uh, Mikimi's magic was... Oh, oh you're God. right. There you go. Sorry. Um, and then you get uh, the next saving throw. It's a, a 1d4 from the next saving throw. Subtract. Should I roll for that now? Uh, no, roll it when it happens. Okay. Um, before the end of my next turn. Okay. Um, yeah, and then Orba's gonna just give another little smile as she's trying to like figure out how this guy ticks. Okay. Draven, you're up. Half my movement to get up. Um, Toll the dead on the spirit at the top. Hook the door. 18. That saves. Um, I'm just going to jump to... Is this an easy enough one? It's on the same level as me diagonally. Is that... I can just hop there and then... We're so close together here. We're too close together. I'm gonna get up to that one if I, I can. You mean athletics check? Is that a strength? It is yeah, a strength. So only plus four natural twenty. <gasps> there we go. Wow. Okay. Frustrated death wings. How much movement have I used? I've used half, so fifteen. It's another ten. You've got five so, movement left. Fifteen, twenty. Uh, I'm just gonna stay there because that's not enough to try to get like up there, is it? No. No. Okay, then I'll just hold there. Okay. Can I? Oh no, it would be an action if like 
since Sephira's below me, to try to be like, let me help you up on this. You, have, you can do the help action. Wines. If I oh. have an action. Right, yes. No. Yeah. Okay, yep, never mind. Okay. That's it. All right, the Sunken King, once again, sort of seeing his skeletons and shadows falling by the wayside a little bit, he reaches up behind him this time. <gasps> and he's going to summon. Oh, ranged, ranged guys. Okay. He loves to summon this guy. He, he's a summoner. He can't, really is. Can't tell you. Doesn't want to fight his own battles, huh? Mm. Huh? The green really creatures are yeah. ranged skeletal. They're oh. physical forms, but they clearly have some kind of small short bow that they are aiming toward the center of the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Um, that's still three on the battlefield, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Goes, okay, great. So he can't do more than three. All right. And he turns to Orbo once more. And you hear that voice again. Come to know what was meant to be lost. You will learn of madness. You will learn of anguish. You will learn of loss. I hate this guy. So much to look forward to. It's a a big monologue. You are next to him, so he's going to use rotting claw. Ooh, sounds exotic. Uh, 22 hits. To hit? Oh, yep. yikes. Oh, my goodness. That ow. hits. That hits. Ow. Ow, 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 ow. One, six, three. Uh, six, seven, seven slashing damage. Slashing? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm concentrating, actually, so I need to roll for that. Uh, yes. Roll concentration with it's advantage. Just... because. Right, because it's... Yeah, the right, right. stitch rolls with advantage. Good, because that's a five. 14. 14. You managed to hold on to your spell there. And I also need you to make a constitution save. Ten. Hit by the rotting claw. Constitution. on. Eight. Eight. You are poisoned until the end of your next turn. Okay. Disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Until the end of your next turn. Disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Okay. So you feel that claw rip across your body and a little bit of that... Festering poison start to seep in. And once again, stares you down, those sort of soulless pearl eyes without pupils just sort of focused, bearing down on you. Safira, you're up. Okay. I am going to. Now Graven's kind of blocking my. You can move through me. <laughs> you would have to leap up and then immediately hop to something else. So, so it's a little I would like maneuver, to try. What's on the other side of us there, just in a front of me? Chasm and then the uh, the. Yeah. P- so, so this is the only guy that's corporeal, right? That no. I can. There's see. a blue one. Oh, there's down. someone that's yeah, down there. Yeah, it's hard there? to see him there. Oh, okay. He's, yeah, he's right I cannot here. see him, but I, can I try to get there? Uh, so you can't land in an enemy space. Can I try to get? To that space, right in now. front of Kaimi. She could scooch over me. Yes, you could pass by. And then, Kaimi am I within space. range of the yes. other guy? Okay, so I'm gonna try to get there. Give me an if athletics check. So in Wolf, just 20, 20 plus strength. Uh, plus strength is for athletics. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, uh, that's a fourteen. Fourteen, great. Little bounding step there. Come on, I would like to bite anything. <laughs> just let me right, bite something. You get something. to that spot there. Okay, and I would like to take a second as a bonus action and do uh, ancient wisdom to figure out what his worst um, saving throw is. Great. Um, 
Yeah, between strength, dex, no, con, and wisdom. No. Takes a moment. Oh, between those three. Yeah, I should have done that earlier. I forgot. Focuses your energy, sort of radiating out, getting a feel for the energy around you. What is it between again? Sorry. It's between uh, strength, dex, con, and wi- wisdom and charisma. Okay, worst. so anything but intelligence. Yeah, everything. Uh, his but lowest non-intelligence is charisma. His lowest non-intelligence is charisma. Okay, so I, so I transmit that yes. information. That information is like everybody sort of feels <laughs> that in the back of their minds. Useless. Uh, okay, and then I'm going to go ahead and try to bite the skeleton. You made it. <sighs> okay. He's also prone, so it's with advantage. Okay. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, that's, that's a 16 hit both 16 times. 16 hits, great. Okay, crunchy. um, crunchy, okay, so, and then 26, strength, okay, oh my god, okay, four, six total damage. Six total damage, great. Okay, and then I am going to... <laughs> the teeth kind of I in think, the bone there. <laughs> I can bite twice now, can't I, that I am level you don't five, have or I don't have multi-attack yeah, in that? Okay, never mind, that's, a, then that's all I'm going to do. I'm just gonna hold my position here. Okay, that skeleton that you're sort of biting, writhing on the ground is gonna slowly bring itself to its feet. And it's gonna gonna take two big slashing strikes now with its sword. No. A natural one and a 14 to hit? 14 hits. Uh, Five slashing damage. And the other uh, skeletal creature with its bow is going to look across Graven, sort of in its sights between the pillars. <laughs> take two short bow shots. Uh, eight to hit Miss. and 14 to hit. Miss. Graven brings nice. up the shield. <laughs> Both shots stick into the shield. Uh, Kimi, we're back to you. Is there any way I can see the green guy or no? Uh, give me a perception check. Yeah. Receive me. Uh, 19. Hey. Just between some of the action happening in front of you, the wolf biting at the skeleton's bones, you can just see the skeletal archer on the opposite side of the platform. Can I use my crossbow? Is that too far? Uh, what is the range on that? It should say, uh, on the, all the way to the right, it'll say like 30 something. Oh, uh, 30. That is too far. Uh, and then 30, what's the other number? 120. So you can shoot at it. It would be with disadvantage because it's within the 120, but not within 30 feet. Oh, I'm going to try. Okay. Give me a roll. Two dice. Take the lower number. Two. Oh. No, two to the D20. Take the lower. Uh, Still get to add nine. the modifier. Nine plus uh, seven. 16. That, oh. nice. that was sick. Okay. God damn, man. And what's the damage on this? 1d6 plus 4. Okay, 8. 8 damage, great. You can't get sneak attack on this because you don't have advantage and there's nobody next to uh-huh. it, right? So <laughs> fires the bolt, and Orba, who's sort of standing there next to the Sunken King, you watch the bolt sail over your head and <laughs> stick into the creature there. Any movement or anything? Um, I'm going to hide, move and hide, oh god, <laughs> down here. Yeah, bye. Give me a stealth check. <laughs> 17. And once again, disappearing behind the pillar there. The shadow was kind of tracking you, and then it loses sight and turns its attention back to Graven. 
All right, Orba. Okay, are those two guys within five feet of each other yet? No, because if they're standing on two different platforms. Right, but like if they're <laughs> if like one's head is right by the other one's foot, then like then they could have like a similar five foot of nah. distance. Okay. <laughs> they're not within five. Feet. I mean, they weren't last time, so I can't swap it. I couldn't remember if they moved, and I wanted to ask again. Nah. Okay, uh, she's not gonna be able to help much with those, but she does see Kaimi strike the ranger, and she's gonna just ever so slightly tilt her body so that she can look past the uh, king and cast Toll the Dead on the ranged um, skeleton. Okay. Wisdom so, save. wisdom saving throw. Um, three. Fails. Aww. Okay, so 1d, 2d12. Not, so not so wise. <laughs> Good shot, but not so wise. <laughs> we all have our strengths. Oh my god, my brain is so broken. Here's the 12. Alright, two of these. Is this max roll? Did you already use this? I'm, I'm this is so another still save. Like, still, still, still saving. Yeah. I wish it was because I just rolled a one. Oh god. And a six, so seven, seven. damage. Oh, you tell him. <laughs> yes. Bones right. yes. cascading yes. off the back. All right, come on. All right, anything else? Or- uh, yeah. She like as she kind of sets herself back in front of the the king. She's gonna close her eyes and, and think back to when Erlen told her to remember that one night that they were talking. And she's gonna close her eyes and just start to think for a sec. That's okay. it. Raven. Boom. Told the dead on the thing above me there, the spirit. Mm-hmm. Spirit's not so wise. Uh, Eleven. That will fail, and it, it has taken damage it at has this point. Taken, right? uh, that top one. I don't... Mm. The top guy? He's been I, around for forever. Oh, wait, no, he hasn't. I don't That's know if that one has. God damn. The skeleton definitely has. Yes, the skeleton <laughs> definitely I has. I everybody about I that guy. I don't think that one has. I don't think that guy's taken anything. Still 2d8. Yep. Which I rolled decently. Oh. Um, 11 necrotic damage. That bell. You see, like, a flickering of the ghost as the bell sort of rattles its psyche. Good. Else. I'm gonna try to make. Can, is this an athletics check? Yep, you could whoop, grab and try and pull yourself Disadvantage up. Disadvantage or anything, or just regular? Just regular. Okay. But remember, you have minus one because of the strength. Yeah. Yeah. Athletics, you say? Yep. Oh, 20. 24. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> nice. And I'm gonna try to. I don't know. I, I can't duck behind this? Basically, if he fires any kind of wind at you me, could, kind of... Uh, Ooh, I'll say I you like can. Um, you would have to be prone to do so. You could, like, get down low enough. So you would be out of sight of that wind, yeah. but you would be prone, so uh, something would have advantage on a melee attack against you. No, I'll just stand there. Okay. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I don't, want that, I don't want that spirit to get advantage He's on me. Up. Okay. He's going to fly. That's it. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. He's going to once again. <laughs> he's going to get himself another ranged guy here that he's going to post up here. Um, and in addition to that, there's still two other ones, right? Yep, there's two other ones. He is going to, this time, give himself a... You're still within five, right? Yeah. yeah still within five. So he's going to do Deathly Touch. <laughs> I look like a <laughs> Nah, just a big swipe. Oh, okay. Um, this is probably gonna hit though. Uh, twenty to hit. Even that uh, dirty twenty. Hits. Uh, 
eight necrotic damage. Uh, uh, nine. It's still going to be the same because it's rounded down. Nine, half. Four. Rounded down. Okay. And I need you to give me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Do you want me to do my constitution save first? Or concentration, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead and concentration do your And because is... you're poisoned? Are you still poisoned? Oh, oh yeah, so my ability check... saving throws. But con- concentration? Uh, nope, that's, it, it affects uh, ability checks and attack rolls. Another natural one. I have advantage, though. That's a three. So I lose oh my sight. My god. Oh. Sight disappears. Okay. And then what did you need from me? I need wisdom a save? Wisdom saving throw. Okay. That's another three, so five total. You feel this sort of racking oh. in your brain. <gasps> And for a moment, this overwhelming kind of horrific energy washes over you, and you can feel the Sunken King trying to reach into your brain to sort of terrorize you. But that shield from the desecrated ground, yes. immune to the frightened yes. condition, oh. yes, you shake it off. Oh. At least yes. I'm smart. Oh my god. And the Sunken King, after slashing across, gives you a look. You are losing. Can you tell? Thanks. Just widens her stance a little bit and gets just a little further down. <laughs> That's what we're gonna pick up next week. Oh what? my god! I have Mid to write down that I have here. nine wolf HP. Write down your wolf HP. God damn no it! No more ones. I that well, was really well, rough. The, yeah, because we can control that. Yeah, sure. I'm willing it into existence. <laughs> As we ready <laughs> ourselves for whatever the Sunken King has next, feeling a little bit of the pressure, the Sunken King, as Orba looks at him, has Ooh. taken very, very little damage. Like, concerningly, like concerningly little, little, damage. little damage. Yeah. As the like, troop continues we're gonna have, to rally like, itself. I, like, we're going to have to run away with our tails between <laughs> our legs if we're not going to, one of us isn't going to get killed. And Orba hears those words, you're losing, can you tell? And you give a brave face, but... Yeah, it yeah feels we can tell. Th- oh, buddy, we can th- tell. Okay. And that is where we're going to pick up next week. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome back. <laughs> oh, okay. Isn't it great? Um, it did the most damage in that fight by a mile. By a mile. God, you're the here. only one who did anything useful. Uh, okay. Right in the middle of the chaos in this sort of obsidian fortress here that the Sunken King has brought into existence in its duel with Orba. Erlen protecting us from afar with, with the mushroom. Oh. No, he's not. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Oh, I shit. See, okay. I see, what, I see what you're trying to do. Oh, what? God. I see what you were trying to do, but you... We'll talk. You need to talk. Draven, You're going to have some time to strategize. Graven mad at me? No, no, not mad, not at all. <laughs> you see Graven peeking Graven over that rock there. No. Orba, no. Orba, no. <laughs> Stop. We'll talk. we'll talk. I have nothing. I Coaching see. from the side. Now you know how it feels when he was doing the arm wrestling thing and you were like, wrong way. <laughs> wrong way. <laughs> A little lower stakes, though. <laughs> Much lower. Still okay, <laughs> all right, before I go puke, here we go. <laughs> the reward, they're not rewards. <laughs> the reward. Dude, I'm losing my mind. Um, okay, hold on. All right, 
I think I got Crazy Locha giving out 10 community subs. If I didn't, I apologize. I'm going to do it now. 10 community subs from Crazy Locha. Thank you so very much. Snapping Cobra did 100 bits. Jackrabbit Power did 300 bits. Snapping Cobra gave out a community sub. Snapping Cobra gave out five more community subs. Snapping Cobra with 100 bits. Jackrabbit Power with 500 bits. Crazy Locha with 1,000 bits. Guys. Snapping Cobra with 100 bits. Mr. Squiggles with 100 bits. Shades of Blue with 100 bits. Jackrabbit Power with one community sub. Crazy Locha with five community subs. Snapping Cobra with 100 bits. Crazy Locha with a gifted sub. Jackrabbit Power with five community subs. Jesus, this is long. Semi Cobra with a community sub. Crazy Locha with 10 more community subs. Am I losing my mind? Am I repeating things? Yeah. Yeah, these are pretty subs. Snapping Cobra with a bit. Crazy Locha with another sub. Two more subs. Snapping Cobra with a bit. Stupid Fat Cat subscribe. Welcome. We love Stupid Fat Cat. Snapping Cobra did 94. Snapping Cobra did 100 bits. Shades of Blue gave out five community subs. Crazy Locha with 222 bits. Snapping Cobra with two more bits and then another 100 to close it out guys thank you so much was that for all the ones in an episode yeah, yeah i was gonna say for all the ones there was like four ones in a row, in a row. i wrote one you wrote one two. and you wrote two two <laughs> ones two a uh, little time to get your act together yeah i mean our act together oh you know what john said before he left he said don't get your bad luck all over my toys Dice uh, got that stank on it. Uh, that natural one that stank. Filled. He's gonna be actually mad. Um, thank you guys so much thank for joining you. us as always. Diving into the darks here after after some uh, levity to begin into with. Into the but, filth indeed. Yeah, we are we are in the filth. In the filth. Certainly. Uh, Crazy Locha shot one over the bow at the end there. Just uh, oh, another gifted oh, sub, I think. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, oh, we'll be back next we week. Once again, Erica will be back. Oh, yeah. We'll extend it again. Better be. Better not disappear. Yeah. Aside, yeah. all of <laughs> She did hide at the end of the last round. <laughs> yep. Yeah, good yeah, to go. To be yeah. seen again. Mm. Goodbye. Um, oh, my God. We will see you at the same time next week. Um, we hope everyone has a wonderful week. Yeah. And uh, Go to our Discord. Yeah. 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 Discord. We'll say hi. Check us out uh, as we chat on Friday on the re-air and uh, figure out what went wrong. <laughs> Come on. How dare you? Ouch. Take it back. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Uh, Have a wonderful night. Good night, everybody. Bye. You have reached the conclusion for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil on Tabletop Notch. If you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend or leave us a review on the podcast app of your choice. There's always room in our party for more adventurers near and far. Until next time, as the Ackley Elves would say, your presence is a gift.